You're such a bad person. What is up, guys? This is Jonathan with Terrible Humans, and we are back again. This is the recording of our uh, sit-down with Preston of All That Is Flesh and Torch from Torch Entertainment. Uh, we sat down and we talked about everything from ASMR sounds and being triggered by stupid shit uh, to Tim Lambesis and Murder for Hire. We, uh, we, we dug into... Uh, Torch's show that he's got coming up on November 1st. That show's at Rubber Gloves. It's the Analog Future Tour, as well as his other show that he's got going on at Killer Tacos right across town. Both of those are still in Denton, coming up on November 1st, like I said. We also talked to Preston of All That Is Flesh uh, about his band and about their writing style and everything to do with them. Um, we talked about their new song they've got coming out with called Sunder. He sent it to me that night, and uh, it's super good. It's so, so solid of a sound. This podcast is coming out a couple of weeks late. Uh, we recorded it a couple of weeks ago, and since then, we've sat down with Cutthroat Conspiracy. We also sat down with Hunter of Hunt the Dinosaur yesterday. Both of those live videos are up right now on Facebook.com slash Terrible Humans. That's Facebook.com slash T-E-R-R-I-B-L-E-H-U-M-A-N-Z. Terrible Humans. While you're there, go ahead and give us a like and hop on over to Instagram and uh, give us a like there as well. So we did an interview with Cutthroat. We did an interview with uh, Hunter of Hunt the Dinosaur. And both of their audios, the official audio like this one, will be coming out shortly. But big news, this coming week on Monday, 10-28, we'll be sitting down live with Begotten. They just signed with Stay Sick Records, Franz's company of Attila. They just got picked up by him, and uh, we're going to be talking about all of their new shit that they got going on. We've got a couple of little surprises that we're going to throw in there in the middle of that as well. But definitely tune in. We're going to be speaking with uh, both of the vocalists as well as JoJo, their writer, and learning all about Begotten. I haven't seen those guys in forever, and I'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing them again. After them, pretty shortly after, we haven't nailed down an exact date, but we've got Michael Martin of I Wrestled a Bear Once, and uh, he's going to be talking about his new podcast called Worship and Tribute Nerd. And then uh, right after him, we've got Aesop. Um, one of my old guitarists, Cody, is in that band, and I, I haven't talked to them in a while. So looking very much forward to meeting them and, and catching up with Bryce and uh, all the guys and, and girl in that band and, and really getting to know them. But that's what we've got going on. That's what we've got coming up. This podcast, as I said, is, is about uh, Preston and Torch and just getting to know them and getting to talk with them again and, and really uh, uh, digging into their show and their band. As far as Terrible Humans, guys, our booking is still open. If you are interested in coming on the show and you want to do a live show with us, 
if you've seen our live shows, you've seen all the production that I'm putting into this stuff. I'm doing all kinds of fucking promoting uh, videos almost every day. Live audio is going up. I think we're doing like Mondays, depending on what day we do the interview, as well as doing an official audio release shooting for Thursdays every week. We've gotten off a little bit, but we're still trying to put it up there. But if you want to get on, if you want to come and talk to us, shoot us an email. Email is the better way to do that, but I will take Facebook if you send me something. Uh, Our email is terriblehumans at gmail.com. And then, of course, our Facebook, like I said before, is facebook.com slash terriblehumans. You can also check us out on Instagram. I believe we've got a Twitter, and we're trying to get our YouTube up and running. But uh, we'll be posting lots and lots and lots of uh, material, lots of interviews, lots of sit-downs. And come in 2020, we're going to be doing even more cool shit that you guys are not going to want to miss. We got approached today about working with some other podcasters, and I could not be more excited about that. Kristen's sitting right here beside me, and she's about to shit the bed. She's so happy. Um, But... To get us back around to it, this podcast is about Torch and about Preston Grigsby of All That Is Flesh. So without further ado, I present you with episode 10 of Terrible Humans Podcast. <laughs> Let's just do the podcast like this for the rest of the time. ASMR podcast. Now we're going to ask questions. That's one thing I'll never understand. I don't, I don't ASMR? Yeah, I'll, I'll never understand ASMR. Uh-uh. I yeah, I don't get a lot of those. Those uh, People are like, oh, I have this like hypersensitive sensitivity to these sounds. And it's like. I don't know. That I think, or the, I like think it's the, just the holes in the skin kind of thing. Oh, what, what, tr- uh, trichinophobia or something, something like that. that. Yeah, th- that f- that freaked a lot of people out because of the new, <laughs> the new iPhones that came out. They had the oh, they, the, they thir- had the three cameras. Yeah, apparently it like triggered a bunch of people. I don't know if like what a bunch of bitches. Yeah, Jesus, agreed. Fucking Twitter. Yeah. Fucking terrible humans. Yeah. Trip tryptophobia, I think is what it's called. Anything and everything's a trigger now. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my god, that cat me out. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it brings back so many memories. Ugh. I was five. Yeah. It was a rainy day. Yeah. And the cat looked cat at me. Scratched me. And it scratched me. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the scar. It, yeah. I feel like it, it's definitely kind of gotten to that point where people just oh I. Th- I don't oh. Know. A lot of overreactions. Yeah. So many overreactions. So many overreactions of that, too. (laughs) I told my... Oh, my God. I told my mom that the other day. She was talking to me about my brother, and she was like, he just hasn't called me. And I'm like, Mom. We got shit to do, Mom. I was like, (laughs) we just... I was like, my brother and I just went through a major loss, and 
he's busy. Yeah. He's got a life. And she's like, he just doesn't like me anymore. And I'm like, you're overreacting. Does your, is your brother, does he have a significant other or anything uh, like that? He he he's does. He's my age. Okay. Yeah. And you he's know, like got a life and got yeah. shit to do with his life, and he's not a fucking bum. So, no. uh, you know, calling your mother in the middle of the day, it's just not something not top priority. Yeah. Sorry. It's like me and my mom are close. He's but a I'm terrible not human, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He should be on the podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mom. But yeah. she, yeah, it was like, Ladies mom. Gentlemen, my girlfriend's brother <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> but I straight up told her, I was like, you're overreacting. Yeah. My, yeah. She, <laughs> she my, didn't my like mom, that. My mom texts me the other day. She's like, I really like your podcast. I don't really like all the cursing or anything like that. But one of these times you should have me. I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> no thanks. No, because I'm going to no. I'm going to spill some shit. And I don't want to spill some shit. Yeah. So last night, me and Chris were going yeah. at it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like that. I, I would, what do you think I about would, this, mom? <laughs> I would go Same. at her at like the uh, unresolved issues that I've had. I'm like, I'm putting this on fucking recording. <laughs> so, mom, I remember you when I was this. 13 and asked you for fucking guitar? <laughs> and you told me no. This yeah. is all your fault, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. This is why I am the way I am. All these repressed memories are flooding back. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right, so for those of you wondering, uh, this is not a new episode. It is the same episode. I got really hot, and so I changed my shirt. So fuck you guys if you don't like it. Can we do that randomly? Uh, yeah, yes. we're, we're going to do Chinese fire drill shirt with our days. shirts. No. <laughs> that Bucky Swing. shirt is just yeah. that mean, means that much to you. They kept me in a closet. Uh, I couldn't Hell. change my shirt. Hell. Uh, <laughs> I'm still hungry. He promised me Zalot the only a week f- ago. They only fed me liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I'm upset, but not out of that. Yeah. Uh, we are back with Torch what of uh, Love and Hate Promotions, correct? Love and hate. Torch Entertainment. Torch I'm Entertainment. sorry. How, how do you say the, say the name? Torch Entertainment. Okay. I don't know where you got love and hate, but you I called it love and hate the last time. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, I did not. I'm gonna show you the recording one of these times. Anyways, I, I have it on my technical phone. But it's torture. Te- well, where is love and hate from? Fuck if I know. You said it was something about love and hate the last time. No, I, I love and hate it. No, maybe. I love doing it, but I hate all these bitches. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. I hate all Facebook, these bands. I apologize to anybody watching this or listening to this. Uh, we are here with Torch of Torch Entertainment. I, I hate bands <laughs> that like to flake out last minute for bullshit reasons. Bri- Brian, what? Is, how the fuck do you pronounce your last time? Because you, Idel. your last name, Idel. 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 Okay. Take Dell computers. Idel. Okay. Idel. Idel. It's the most. It's like iPhone. Simplistic Idel. thing out there. Okay. Oh, that's how I tell people my name. I'm like, my name is Chris Ten. I've I've Chris never number ten. I've it. never called you by your last name. Why I've always just you? called you. Torch. I've only ever called him yeah. Torch. I mean, well, I've, I've, got to, I've got to do a little bit of an intro yeah. to say who he is. Yeah. Just I mean, unless we're doing like job interview bullshit, yeah, job reference, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm referencing Jonathan. Like, I'm looking for uh, Jonathan. Like, you know, Brian Idell. Did you mean Torch? Yeah. I didn't even know his real name until he added me on Facebook. Yeah, you know, I'm for the longest time, that yeah. was part of my name. Was Brian yeah, it was just Torch. Yeah. And I, yeah, part of on Facebook, it was Torch at one point. Uh, yeah, I've, I've always known him as Torch, but for some reason in my phone, it's it's Brian Idol. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'm not cool because I always you, call you Brian. Are you Whatever. one of those people that like has to have the first and last name on your phone? Yes, like yes okay. he is. I yes. need to do that too. I'm totally, I'm totally, totally down with it. Yes, it's it's... First, last name, and then if they go by something, it's nickname. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a special little thing, or I put like a quotation mark. Everybody, my my parents, yeah. First name, last name, yeah. 
like mom. yeah if anyone yeah. was like what's your no, what's your I mom own, on the and, phone and that's that's yeah. what that's what bums me out about my own fucking phone i try to like search mom and it doesn't pull <laughs> up mom yeah that's are how you I, my I mommy have, that's how i have it <laughs> Both of my parents' names are their full names mm-hmm. yeah, on my phone. I'm going to fix that eventually one day. Right now, it's mom and dad. Yeah. It just makes the most sense. I mean, it really does, but I'm lazy and oops. Yeah. Mine's just mother. I don't know. Like, I, I think I did it originally because I was trying to be it. really business savvy. And like, if I needed to Dumb. forward anybody's <laughs> contact, you know, forwarding mom to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> see that. It doesn't look great. Uh, what? You know, yeah, or, can we, can or, we, can or we what get a I reference call? number? And it's like. Fuckhead, something, something. Exactly. Yeah, I, was, I was just about to say, like, I, I always get my oh, band members me, saying. Money bags have an ass. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on my mood. Sometimes my mom, my phone has been mom, mother, birth giver. Birth giver. Yeah. Mommy dearest. Spawn. No mommy wire dearest. hangers. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it just depends on my mood. Fair. And she changes her number a lot. So, like, oh. depending on that mood, what number she's got. She changed her number. <sighs> just like, cuz. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a whole different set of things. She is oh, she's a she's a whole can of worms of stuff. Like she's not like conspiracy. Like someone got my number. No, I gotta change no, no, it. No, no, like oh, okay. I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. She randomly goes. <laughs> I wish broke. it was that bad. <laughs> she yeah, randomly goes broke confirmed. and has to replace her phone all the time. Yeah. So. Oh man. Illuminati you know you don't have to confirmed. change your number every time you change your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell I think that. she changes services, and I don't think AT&T is willing to give her up her number every time. Oh, really? So she goes, like, AT&T to boost, and AT&T's like, no. <laughs> Sorry, you can't You're have still this. contracted. Yeah. You can put your number. They're just, obviously, I don't think she knows what the fuck she's doing. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. Jeez. That sounds like my mom, though. Don't, don't, don't whatever. I've, I've changed, <laughs> <laughs> I've yes. changed my number one time in fucking 15 years, and even Same. then I was upset about it. Same. Like, nobody's going to know how to call me. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> nobody's going to know how to call me. You're like, yes, that's actually a good yeah. thing. All those debt collectors, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good for like a year until yeah. they figure out where I am. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They will find you. Show up at my doorstep. <laughs> oh my gosh! And we're like, hello, we found you. Just wanted uh, to let you know. <laughs> Goodbye. I never had to deal with that. Thank God. So yeah, we were here yeah, with uh, with Brian Torch Idell and Preston Grig- uh, Grigsby oh, or Grigsby? Oh, Grigsby. Grigsby. Excuse Gumby. me. Grigsby. Grigsby. <laughs> of all that is flesh. You all were there. That Preston. Preston. You got it. All, all that, that is Grigsby. Flesh, <laughs> all that is Preston. No, I liked it a lot. All, all that is Grigsby. house. All that is phone. <laughs> all that is desk. All, all that, that is, is only feet. All that liquor. is lamp. All that is lamp. Yep. I love lamp. I love lamp. lamp. I love all that is lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we last left off, uh, yeah, let's act like this is brand fucking new. Right. So, so uh, we were. T- you, you said you wanted to go well, on a little bit of a rant. For, for first a off, you said you wanted me to intro you like a fucking wrestler, <laughs> which you did not do. Yeah, fuck so all I need you to walk back <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're gonna we're Damn. gonna do this the right way. And yeah, what's his walking music? Oh, he's gonna do his own intro dun, dun, music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing like a John Cena. Texas Rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold like is that. dead oh. now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This cut, he's fucked it up. He's cutting. moved his own mic away from his. It's not playing anymore. Wait. Oh, there it is. I've, I've been to one. Coming to the podcast, Brian Torch Idol. Oh. <laughs> and dog. 
and Doggo. That was the worst intro of all time. Everyone's like, who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Torch. Shit just got a little weird. Who? Bear with us. You introduced him by his full name. Yeah. Yeah. You did. He Not doesn't, legal name, but yeah. full name. It's like, this guy doesn't have a moniker, anything. <laughs> they let me in, so it's their fault. <laughs> That's true. Have it got to the point where you have like a... Do you watch like the H three podcast or anything like that? I watch it every so often. Yeah, I'm I'm more I'm more into the comedy sector, so yeah. I, I watch like Joe Rogan's yeah. and and uh, Tom Segura's and Burt Kreischer's and stuff like that. They have a bit that they've been doing these past couple podcasts. They bought like a motorized scooter, oh. and they have the guests like beep beep car like ride full speed into the room like <laughs> like introducing them. It's so called they, a beep beep car. Um, they uh. They had Bobby Lee and his girlfriend Jeez. Uh, ride in, and I think Bobby Lee ended up getting hurt because <laughs> they like it. They the hit the they hit the door frame. Because Bobby Lee can't drive, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> it was him and his girlfriend on Kamalia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Terrible intros are the best intros, though. I mean, we are terrible humans. Yeah. They like have. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know why. Like, I I came up with that name just. Uh, ba- based on who I was talking to that day, I was like, I'm just gonna call it fucking terrible humans. I, I obviously I, it was Kristen. No, it wasn't Kristen. <laughs> it was. It's okay. He doesn't want to admit it, but it. No, it is. I I can tell you who it was based. It off was Ramiro. Uh oh. No, it was based on Kyle, my old guitarist. Kyle. So fucking Kyle. Fucking Kyle. Ky- Kyle, fucking my my old guitarist at the time. I had loaned him. You can you can see it on the desk behind that fan. I had yeah. loaned him that interface right there, that little silver interface. I had loaned him that because he had pawned all his shit. He is a uh, he's chronic about pawning his shit. He worked at a pawn shop. Hypochondriac. Yeah, hypochondriac. Oh, exactly. Very pawn. <laughs> <laughs> very pun of you. Thank um, you. I'm here all day. Pawn. <laughs> very pawn of you. Very pawn of you. So he would he would. Just pawned fucking everything. He pawned his. He had an Axe Effects two at the time. He pawned that. He pawned his computer. So I loaned him one of my computers. I loaned him that orange and black computer over there. Yeah. And then I loaned him my interface. And I uh, he had gotten his stuff back. He had said he he he'd gotten it back. And then he brought it back to me, and it had a pawn sticker on it. Oh no! <laughs> I go. Why would you not take it off? It's so fucked. Because he's an idiot. I don't know. But he he brought it to me and he was he was like sorry man it took me a little bit of extra extra time to get it. I go did you fucking pawn this thing because I didn't notice it at first it was on the bottom of it yeah I go what the fuck did you pawn this thing he goes yeah man I ran a little short on money I go how much did you get out of it? he goes twenty bucks I go you couldn't ask me for twenty bucks what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you that's fucking <laughs> terrible and like the chances <laughs> he that like he couldn't even twenty bucks at that yeah like even so like. Within the chances of him not getting it back, what if somebody came in and bought it? Well, when you pawn it, you have like three months or six months or something oh. like that to buy it back. And he worked at the pawn shop, so okay. he could he could extend that for amounts of time. Yeah, um, a little more leeway. Yeah, but also like if if you know like you're short Monday and you're gonna get paid Friday, yeah. you can pawn something for twenty bucks and get twenty bucks for till Friday. It costs you maybe five bucks to get it back with their fees because they got to make something off of it. Yeah. Right. But twenty five bucks rather than being broke or overdraft in your account sometimes is is better. Um, oh yeah, of course. But, but bank fees especially because goddamn. Yeah, the <laughs> thirty three or thirty six dollar fee because you don't have. You know, two cents. amount to pay for some yeah, certain whatever, thing. Whatever you're a dollar fucking short somehow. It's like, hey, if we 
if we let you pay this bill, even oh. though you were 10 cents short, <laughs> we're not going to let you pay for it. Now your account's delinquent and you owe us 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, he did that. And I was, I was just thinking like the people that were going to be on it originally, he was going to be part of the cast. It was going to be yeah. me, Kristen and him. And then our other guitarist, Jose at the time. Yeah. And, Jose had, had done some shit and pissed me off, and so I was just like, "Fuck it, these are just fucking terrible humans." The story <laughs> of with teeth and revolving lineup, dude. Dude, Bobby Lee looks like a little roly poly uh, <laughs> trying are, to get are off. You watch, are you watching the video? Oh, you're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's He's laughing. Like, okay. Like, uh, 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 yeah, it looks like he was like crippled. Yeah. He wasn't crippled when he got on. Right. But afterwards, he's like... He's going to need like, that scooter yeah, now. He's limping to the chair yeah. in there. Jeez. That bitch going to need that scooter. <laughs> I think they actually His broke it. His girlfriend picked him up. <laughs> She's so much taller than him. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, baby. I'll manhandle you. Every day. I, I got you, my little rag doll. Twice I don't on know Sunday. why she's Texan and Southern, but she is. Oh, my God. That was funny. Oh yeah. She is so much taller. They put than on. Him. They put on a good show. The uh, the Tiger Bloods or yeah, the, the I, I've watched a couple episodes of theirs. Yeah. Uh, I saw them like uh, sometime like belly. last week, and I was like, "This is interesting." Yeah, I have a hard time. Like podcasts in general, it, I I I probably got into H series like first, mm-hmm. just because I was a fan of their content when they weren't doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." You know this. These people already know their humor, so it's probably going to transfer over to the show. And I guess I, I've kind of picked up on some since then. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. Like, I, I, you know, there's one that I've been listening to lately that's like paranormal and true crime kind of stuff. And then, but I just, it's hard to get into like some of just like the general like comedy ones. Because I feel like it's gotten to the point where it's just like, you listen and they know that they have to be funny yeah see th- that's the thing with with the uh, a lot of the podcasts like if they're not funny just because they're fucking funny yeah then it, it's it's a try hard yeah. kind of thing it's like it, if you as a person is just like any of your act antics are just like humorous mm-hmm. then it's like all right you're set mm-hmm. you know perfect it's just like this guy is just like overall funny mm-hmm. you know but sometimes it's like you could tell that they wrote something in the beginning and they're like, okay, yeah, we should yeah, kind of like play off of this and then we'll just yeah. see where it goes from there. Yeah. And it, it kind of gets to the point where you're like, I was kind of hitting this. And you, you can tell when someone's just like having a straight up conversation as opposed to, hey, we're like trying to work this bit into something. Mm-hmm. And the people that are better off doing that are the ones that are completely self-aware that they're doing a bit. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a million times funnier in that mindset mm-hmm. but yeah sometimes it's it's hit and miss with some like i've i've the most <laughs> what <of laughs> just shaking your head like i don't know what the fuck he's the talking most, about the most of like joe rogan that i've listened to are snippets i've never listened to like an entire oh my god we are listening to a so, podcast some of his are joey rough. D is on it yeah yeah and it was the they were talking about coke like yeah. joey was and it was one of the funnier ones that I've listened to, and 
it it just oh it was so good yeah some some of them were rough and and i the way that i listen to stuff is uh, especially with Joe Rogan's, he's got so many. He's he's in the thousands now yeah. of, of how many podcasts he's got. He does like three podcasts a day or some shit. Um, uh, or, with or, what time? <laughs> right. Well, that's all he does. Yeah. Like yeah, he the, doesn't the, do UFC anymore, does he? No, he still does UFC. He, d- he, he does like once a month on like a Saturday, so he can fly uh, out. Yeah, that's true. The shit yeah, he d- he does UFC. He does stand up. Um, he does he tours every so often, and then he does his podcast. Yeah, but his but pod his podcast then, is what pays like his bills. Yeah. His podcast now pays his bills, mm-hmm. and then his his stand up it allows him to do his based on what yeah. he said it allows him to be able to do his stand up as much as he wants to. Yeah, and then he's also he's sitting well with from UFC and from Fear Factor. Oh yeah, pay. and, and oh, I'm still sure from still uh, the syndication of news radio, I believe. Oh yeah, so he's he's. He's set. He's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's it's him. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's yeah. him. It's him just doing. And the I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you some more drinks. Yeah. Um, yes, and food eventually. Thank you. Mike. <laughs> yes, no problem. Um, Speaking of food, what's up? What do you want? I don't know. You want pizza? Yeah, pizza works. Okay. What do you What are you feeling? Uh, I might only eat a tiny bit if anything comes. I'm not like super. Are you not hungry, or you don't like the choice? No, I I had I had a, a, a whole meal okay. before I came. So. Okay. Oh, you're like I, I ate a lot before yeah. I came. Yeah, I had a lot of chicken Over. tenders. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. We we need we need to revisit the chicken tenders. <laughs> Can we? Because like, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think I had some audio issues. I yeah, I don't know if you were recording at that point know. or not. I don't know. I don't I'm think de- he was. I'm definitely recording now. I'm definitely recording the video now, and um, we're we're live here, so we we need to. Let's let's refresh the chicken tender thing. I did yeah. not realize yes. what what you were saying, so go ahead and tell me again. Chicken tenders and chicken strips are two entirely different things. At least according to him. No, to known fact, <laughs> they are two completely different things. It's known, but not known to me, so exactly. it's not a known fact to me. Chicken, exactly. chicken strips are chicken breasts cut into strips. Chicken tenders are actual the tender. Yeah, and that, that was chicken. that was what I was saying. I didn't realize that a tender was an actual part of the chicken. I'm sure that most people just think that like oh strip or chicken, and I'm sure there's multiple restaurants that just call it chicken strips, and they're actually tenders. But theoretically, yeah, they're two different. Technically, things. if it's in the strip, it's a strip, isn't it? Right. I mean, and the, the shape is completely different. It's like the tender has its like own form. Whereas a strip, your form yeah, and die. the strip is literally just straight line, most of the time. But of course, when you fry it, it'll zigzag a little bit. Like Popeyes, they don't have tenders; it's just strips. Whereas, like, so it's it's not just chunks of breast. <laughs> no, like an actual chicken strip is like a cut. So they've got. Whereas, like a on a, ch- on a like chicken, there's. The breast, yeah. there's the wing, there's uh-huh. the gizzard, Thigh. and then there's the tender. Yeah. God fuck them from the start, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm more than, yeah, I think that, I want to say the tender is like. Notice I've got so like iPad, the, computer, I've got my phone here, and I'm not verifying yeah. any of this. <laughs> he just gave up. That, I'm, I'm good with this explanation. From now on, I'm going to go in and go, no, 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 no. I don't want strips. I want the tender. I want the tender. <laughs> I want the tender, you bitch. I, I'm more than, okay, so like the breast is right here. I'm pretty sure the tender's like in this area, I think. On he a, thinks. On a, like anatomically. 
what, what part of the anatomical? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what? I don't know chicken breast, anatomy. What but. chicken's breast is here? Well, no, like <laughs> if you were, you know, if you're looking at a chicken, the breast is his chicken. Where, where's where's, right where's the head? Over here. Okay, so heads up here. Yeah, so the breast is going to be the so the 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 breast is in the front. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the wing, and the wing, wing over here. Yeah, the thighs are in the I'm back. Just, I'm watching. I'm watching <laughs> yeah. his hand placement, trying to make sense of it. Uh, yeah. So head. Ne- okay. Next time you get like a, a, ro- a rotisserie, his shoulders, knees, and toes. Yeah, like a ro- rotisserie chicken or something like that, and you're like pulling it apart. You can really tell where like everything is. Yeah. I've pulled apart chickens for thirteen years, years now, least, and I've yeah. never noticed the the tender part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's its own. It's its own part. Chicken, according to Preston, the new so, podcast. So, do, so does do turkeys have have a tender part too? Is there a turkey tender? I don't know. They're related, aren't they? <laughs> they're I would bo- assume they're, they're I mean, both they're birds, poultry, right? Does that mean fucking? Um, hold on. I was looking that shit up. Hold now. on. I gotta look it up. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you talk about. So food. I currently work for Uber Eats because money's <laughs> a bitch and it pays bills. Yeah, and we're partners with Starbucks. Because white girls like Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so half my fucking orders are legit a frappuccino. A frappuccino? A frappuccino. So nothing like specific? Well, specific yeah, frappuccino. Your, your choice. Frappuccino. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also work, like we also partner with DQ, Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is news to me because I haven't been doing this for like I stepped out to, to have day jobs for a hot minute. And day jobs pay a whole lot better. Are you still doing Amazon? Fuck your no, chicken no. strips. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fuck your chicken well, it's a, strips. It's a tenderloin, you know? But, um, I mean, so apparently we're doing DQ, and the first time I got pinged through DQ was just a blizzard, like a large blizzard. And I'm like, if it makes you feel any better, it won't. I promise you. We ordered a piece of cheesecake last night and split it between the two of us. Did you order it for delivery or like takeout? For delivery. Fucking delivery. I ain't getting that shit. What was it? I was too focused on this turkey tenderloin <laughs> thing. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you, chicken <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, technically, I guess everything has a tenderloin. You know, there's pork tenderloin and all that stuff. But yeah, so, so thea- theoretically, yeah, turkeys have tenders. Turkey they could be tenders. made into tenders. <laughs> I don't know if it's good, but. but And then I picked up McDonald's <laughs> and some bitch ordered two medium fries from McDonald's That's for delivery. It? There's a $2 charge. On not always orders that aren't above ten dollars. Not always. You if you get them right, there there's like no fees. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was under the la- impression last, that it's always last night our cheesecake was a piece of cheesecake. That's all it That's was. It? Yeah, it was like eleven bucks. No, like it was, it was expen- eleven bucks. It was an al- expensive piece of cheesecake. Yeah, but but there it was, was yeah. it was no delivery fee. It was nothing and no besides surcharge. Yeah, no delivery fee, no okay. surcharge. Yeah, I was on. I was under the impression that is if it was under ten dollars and they charge you most of the time or it two dollars <laughs> yeah most most of the time but sometimes I fuck they might as well it. be charging you ten extra dollars it feel it'd be like that sometimes with the yeah it, it does it does feel like uh, like I'm ordering a four dollar sandwich and it ends up being like eighteen dollars mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah I'm I'm fat guy when it comes to eating so uh uh. I'm a fat guy all the time, but I'm a fat guy when it comes to eating, especially. And uh, yeah, my, I know what my food costs when I order like McDonald's <laughs> or Chipotle or something like that. And then it comes Where out. Where is to, all my money going? Yeah, <laughs> I've had Where to. Where is de- all my money yeah. going? I've had to delete Uber Eats and all those. Food it's not on my phone every single time, but it's on hers. <laughs> 
I've deleted it like a few times because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I need. To get I away think the from longest you. I've I've lasted was like two months without it, <sighs> and then I'm like, damn, I could really. Yeah, this I'm like this at work. This is the closest I've come to like actual <laughs> addiction. Is is like a food addiction. Eleven fucking dollar cheesecake. Yeah. Having somebody yeah. deliver it to you. What? Can, can what? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold is on, it illegal on. to what be convenient? <laughs> oh, I, I don't think. I don't think it'd be a food addiction. So oh, I think it's a food addiction. I think yes. It, yeah. I want your money. Like I want to get paid to deliver your food. Uh huh. But fuck, make it worth my damn while to pick up your food for you. Why? Me. Why does it matter? Like, I don't want to pick up, fuck, like, if you're that lazy, like, if you're ordering from, like, Cheesecake Factory, which is, like, five miles up the damn street, you can't fucking go because you fucked up. Okay, cool. I got you. Yeah. No, I was sober. Well, I was I was busy. <laughs> Were you busy doing, like, legit shit, though? What's it matter? <laughs> I want to get paid. Don't get me wrong. But, like, oh. don't fucking Brian, go in the damn ass. Jack in okay, the Box no. is right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have ordered from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I've ordered from the Golden Chick. That's literally walking distance from my house. If I could, it is walking. If I could, a minute. I would ask the gas station across the street from us to bring me a candy bar. If I could figure you out how that, to get them, you to can do pay it, for that. Yeah, you can do that. I now. will start doing that. You, you can po- technically well, pay for that. Postmates did that at one point, mm-hmm. but they I only swear do I will actual do restaurants now. I don't think they. Postmates is going under, aren't they? Maybe. I don't know. Well, they weren't here for the longest time. They're probably still big and. Bigger California. cities, but like I, w- I would totally do that. Like I would that specific service in like New York or California makes sense. Yeah, just where there's just like a lot of traffic and people need you know aren't go- getting out as much. But Deep Ellum could use Postmates. Oh, but for uh, <laughs> for for somebody that actually works in that in that system, like what what is are you paid a base and then you get tipped two? Uh, yeah, it's it's based upon mileage more than anything, mm-hmm. like and it's not. From restaurant to you, it's from my current location of where I get fucking pinged to restaurant to you. And now, do they pick? Do they pick who picks it up? So they, you're talking about pinging. I've I've never done any of this, so I don't I think know. Don't you get like notification that's just like, hey, there's somebody that wants to order something. Are you available? And do you have it? to like accept it? Basically, like, I have my phone. There's mm-hmm. an app on it called Uber Driver. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll just go ping. You have a delivery request. Okay. You can take it. You can say fuck off. That's that's your choice. Uh, obviously. Yeah, and it'll just move on to the next person, basically. So it, it's and just, all who just I, whoever picks first. It's all algorithm based, basically. So at any given point in time, Preston could be on the road. I could be on the road. If he's doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. If he's <laughs> already two deliveries deep, because you only do credit time. But if he's already doing two deliveries, he can't get shit. From it'll get me. Like <laughs> I can say, yes, I'll take that shit. Cool. Yeah. Go to the location, pick up your fucking food, and deliver it to you, and I'll get paid. Yeah, but there's times where I've been like six miles out from pickup location. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? She's on target. <laughs> <laughs> She's like trying to miss a fucking pizza. Obviously, yeah. you want to talk about fucking it's none addiction? Of your goddamn business. Target, right? target. This, this target woman is addiction. looking at Postmates with Target, trying to get us to <laughs> send napkins here or some I'm shit. I'm looking like at that. Favor, and they had Target, oh. and then they had Halloween decorations, and I fell into a hole. Leave me alone. <laughs> Take away her phone. That's no, not Carol. Uh. Don't touch her. <laughs> I love Carol. Like you want to talk about food obsession? Something about Target. Target is a million times worse. Yeah, it's like it's a hole. It is a yeah. literal hole for There's your pocket so and your so mind. So much great stuff. I I don't see it like that. Everybody tells me they have nice oh, bathrooms. Man. 
and and yeah, I get we, I get it. It's it's play. nice stuff, but I walk in there and I go, nah, I don't need that. It's it doesn't matter what it is. Like I can walk in and I'm going for a specific thing, and I'm just like happening to go down a specific aisle to grab one thing, and I see something else, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I need that. One. Yeah, I need that. Oh, this is cheap. You know? Yeah, it hits me every time. Uh, but I, I not feel like to, it, yeah. I'm, I'm more like that with Walmart. I think. Yeah. Um, but that's because like I'm I'm already usually there grabbing my groceries. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> um, <laughs> and uh, all that is burp. Yeah, all that is burp. <laughs> all that is brulch. Um, yeah, I'm I'm already there grabbing my groceries, so I'll end up buying like an HDMI cable and like a phone charger yeah. or some some other bullshit or whatever. Like, hey, uh, you know, we were we were buying groceries the other day. And I was like, hey, you want to go look at shirts? And so she she picked this sh- this sweatshirt <laughs> up like while we're there. Yeah. And uh, go run like, and look at the video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we we definitely go look I every time. Stuff to do. Look at the video games while I'm busy. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. We we she follows me. She'll she'll go with me, and we'll we'll both go look at it. So I go look for. Uh, after we get finished looking for groceries, we go look at dog stuff. Yeah. Then we go look at electronics. Then we go look at uh Batman toys. <laughs> I'm always trying Fuck to. Yes. I'm always trying to fucking find yeah. a, a decent like Batman action figure yeah. or or something like that. Oh my and and then never deliver wine. Oh. <laughs> of course I do. Hey, can I get some beer? Well, that's a thing. It? That's a thing that they like pass. Do you want some yeah. beer? Yeah. yeah. I would love some beer. Do you have any beer? No, I but I, I can get us some delivery. Yeah. We, we Thanks, pick, Greg Abbott. We can go pick up <laughs> some beer for sure. Yeah, can we pick some beer? I, I saw it on, on Twitter. They were like, can you just fucking legalize weed already? <laughs> Dude, it's I like the video of him signing the thing that's like, you can get beer delivered to your house now. Yeah. It's like, who fucking cares? I'll just go pick it up myself. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want weed to legalize so badly at this point. Me and you both, dude. We, we like, went, I, don't I don't even don't smoke weed. I don't like weed. I don't like... I, 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 was, I was avidly against it for the yeah. longest time. I mean, fuck, With Teeth was a Christian band, like I said, yeah. for, for I was years. I against it. Just and like, mm. Technically, you still kind of somewhat are, in theory. What? In theory? A Christian band, if you ever write a new album. No, we're definitely not a Christian band. How do you feel about that? What? Where as far as like bands like Under Oath that have kind of, I'm I'm against it. Jesus, like like switching <laughs> positions. Jesus. I'm against it. Yeah, I'm against it very very much. Because you can tell with like their last release, and Chris and I, the keyboard player from mm-hmm. the band, are good friends, and that's nothing that I had like ever brought up to him. Where I was like, hey, you know, he he was. I had told Did they him go about like the new a album. Full go Satanism or just no? It was no, secular. but they they when they came back when they came back. It was the first time they ever had something that said that this is explicit. Oh, okay, half the band like is, is kind of against Christianity now. They they've they've made lots of like stances and videos about how like they were kind of outcasted or like when they needed mental help or something like that or when Spencer was going through drug issues or some shit like yeah. that like they they got kind of outcasted and people tried to kick uh, get them to kick Spencer out of the band because he dealt with uh with his his bullshit or whatever Which one is Spencer? Spencer's Singer. the vocalist. Yeah. Thank you. I don't listen to Arnold. That's so fine. That's no okay. Problem. He he, <laughs> he doesn't no, 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 you're fine. Okay. Um yeah, the the vocalist the the sec- I might have to now though because the, explicit <laughs> the, <laughs> like he, the, they said, the fuck s- in the first song that they came back with. Yeah, fucking a. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Yeah, they're they're you know one one of these bands like like Asley Dying like we talked about the last yes, time. Yes, we did. Asley Dying, you know, uh, goes hard. Christian Christian 
Christian metal band, you know, uh, openly uh, about it, and then the fucking singer tries to have his wife murdered. Yeah, um, murder. You know, and murder. then and then he throws <laughs> the entire band. He throws the entire band under the bus, saying that they haven't been Christian for a long time. They've just been taking money for it, Ugh. and um, it was a uh, 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 all ploy. At, at that point, I would have been. This is just his words. Because at that point the band had gone on to do, um, well, he is oh the band. Lord. Well, yeah, he yeah. he is he would be essentially what I am to with T. Woven more, thank you. And that was um obviously not Asley dying. It was a whole different thing with a whole different singer. It and wasn't. It was not. It was Asley dying music him. with a new singer. Okay. <laughs> it but was the second Asley dying album or the the next Asley dying album with Shane from O Sleeper, as far as I understand. It wasn't as I lay. It was as I laid. As I laid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I laid, laid in a prison cell, yeah. but then obviously, <laughs> um, obviously oh, Tim got no. released, made amends with his former, now current bandmates, mm-hmm. released a phenomenal new album, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, and it fucking rips. And I'm like, okay, so yes, what you did is absolutely shit, but people can come back from certain things. Oh, and and, 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 and we t- we talked yeah. about this yes. the last time. Yeah. I'm I'm absolutely all for rehabilitation yeah. and coming back strong. Yeah. My thing is, you need to do the full the full cycle. What yeah. What are you laughing at, Goober? <laughs> She's like, oh, this shit again. <laughs> He's like, you Probably. can come back from certain things, and I'm yeah, sitting here baby. thinking, dude, you're trying to murder your fucking wife. Yeah, yeah but it's, proceeds that's hard. from the current album and tour are going to uh, a nonprofit. For that's crazy. That part. Yeah. Does not matter to me if he didn't make up to his wife, his yeah. ex-wife. That's the, ex-wife. that's the that's the part that breaks down for me. If I'm not sure he's allowed to, to be honest, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I yeah. have a restraining order for sure. I'm sure Legally, there's Kenny. <laughs> I'm sure there's some way he can reach yeah. her in some way or another, like through a lawyer, through whatever it is. But like, yeah. I mean, at absolutely. least at least apologizing and fessing up to what he did. He in Ugh. in the the interview that he did uh, bef- the day that he got uh, um, what is what is it? He got released. No, he incarcerated? got incarcerated. Yeah, incarcerated. The day that he got sentenced. Sentenced. There it is. <laughs> Good band, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, All three of them. <laughs> on, on the day that he got sentenced, it's he, Sunday, sweetheart. Oh, uh, I, I know, but uh, <laughs> speaking of Alter- Christians, Alternative Press <laughs> did a uh, uh, released a uh, an interview that they'd done with him. Yeah, and he uh, he admitted everything. He admitted mm-hmm. everything he'd done. He admitted that he was, um, you know, not a Christian anymore, or didn't claim Christianity anymore. He didn't believe in Christianity anymore, yeah. and that he had he had hired. Uh, uh, the guy to kill his wife, which he'd been denying the whole time, and his yeah. whole defense was that he he had uh, 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 not done. He, yeah. admi- he admitted all of it. So my, my deal is, like, did he ever try to, one, ad- did he ever admit that he did it? Did yeah. he ever admit fault and uh, uh, that he was apologetic about it? Yeah. And then did he ever try to make amends in any way? Because he caused her, like, untold amounts of issues. Yeah. You know, um, and, and he did admit it on the stand. Huh? He did come out and say, "Yeah, that was all me." When? When he was. He sure shit didn't do it in his trial. I think it was like after the fact, mind you. But he's like, "Yeah, that okay. that was legit, me." Hi, yeah. I uh, fucked up. What do you want, basically? Okay. Yeah. I haven't followed it close enough. I, I, I did for a hot minute, and then I I stopped caring because. As I lay dying was my favorite band. Yeah. And, and through that, 
I was I was on Tim's side. I was like, "There's no way something's wrong. This is bullshit." Yeah. Like, I was I was avidly against the whole thing. I was like, yeah. "The truth will come out that he didn't do it," and then he admitted it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." And then and then he threw his whole band under the bus, just the fucked up, most horrid way. And I was like, "Okay, you went from top tier idol to shit pig that yeah. quick." And I was like, I'm willing to give you a chance if you're rehabilitated. When he got out, he said yeah. he was rehabilitated. I was like, I'm willing to give you a chance, but you still got to make up for it. You still got to do the full fucking thing. And nobody ever said, or he has never said that he went through and like and got full rehabilitation. He went through and, and tried to make it up with his wife or, or his ex-wife or whatever. Yeah. All they've said is that he's real rehabilitated. Now he's working with like charities and stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, I mean, maybe he has gone through the process and all the steps and just has a NDA or something in place where he can't discuss actions involving the now ex-wife. Maybe. Most likely. Maybe. I, I have d- like a string uh, of like 20 people he has to go through just just say one sentence. For legal uh, reasons, obviously, maybe he can't no. say, you know, I talked to whoever there were other people I'm, in this I'm world very certain, and this like is that. solely like my, <laughs> my opinion on the whole thing. Absolutely. It's like, until I hear it, like, I, I appreciate that, uh, that uh, Ryan Kirby has, has, mm-hmm. has jumped up on stage with him and he's standing behind him. I appreciate that Jake Lur of uh, August Burns Red, he's he's standing with him yeah. and, and Ooh, done like August a devotion Burns with him. So good too. Huh? They go so hard. August, August Burns, Burns Red? Red? Yes. I love them. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah, great. Uh, I, I, I appreciate I like that they're they're both standing with him. And that, that makes me want to like lean into him a little bit more. Yeah. But um, yeah, you don't have to wear the fucking thing. Oh, I know. I've. Th- I th- yeah, I had like half on, but my ears have been stretched recently, and just like, oh goddamn, but the pressure. <laughs> I got you. Also, off topic, but waffle flies are fucking delicious, and fuck John Thompson. <laughs> <for thinking laughs> oh, Jesus waffle Christ! Fly? Whoa, whoa, fucking whoa, whoa. John! Whoa, <laughs> hold, hold the fuck on. Just open something. What? Damn it! So. You know, I'm sorry. We'll get back to we'll get your, back to your, your band. No. <laughs> we'll get back to your band and we'll get back to your show. No, Preston's yeah. face is what like, let fuck me fucking no. play. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, John is so opinionated on everything. <laughs> he's a lot like Preston, obviously. Obviously, but he's like the exo- exact opposite of me. Whereas, like, uh, I, I know that, you know, back to Under Oath, he was like, this is the worst thing that they've ever done with their it new is. album. And there was, <laughs> I was like, I didn't think it was like the worst thing ever, but there, and it's funny because like, they've come back on me about stuff. They're like, oh, you can't live in the past with their past, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I had a thing with like the new Northlane release. I was like, this is not Northlane. I was like, this isn't. It sounds like shit too. Yeah. I was like, this, this isn't them, you know? I wouldn't know. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't, yeah, you can't constantly rely on. You're living back in a on bubble torch. Past you need to listen to the music that's in your scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, granted, I, li- I get paid to put them on a show. We can discuss. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did listen to their new album, and there were a few songs on there. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is like this sounds like something that was more evolved. Here, just read that out loud. Oh God. Uh, what I was it, something that was more evolved from their past sound, which is something I like more. Not so much where these like these bigger bands that are just like, hey, we're putting out a new album and it's something completely different than what we we did previously, and we don't tell anybody that we're doing it. It's just yeah. like alienating an audience. Uh-huh. It's kind of like how, for a good example, how Bring Them the Horizon did it. They gradually got yeah. to the point where they are now. Yeah, they weren't. 
they're hardcore to what they are now. Yeah. Where it was just like they kind of slowly slowed down mm-hmm. and they got into that vibe and then it's like all good. But when when yeah. band when these bigger bands like hop off and like start to do something else it's like way completely different and people are like this is great. It's like is but it? on what standard? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Is so, it though? John of Mona Boland and Mountain Fires no. and mm. technically Cyclists and Circles live guitar no, no, player. He was no, he was in uh, I welcome, uh, he's welcome apparently judgment. in the band judgment. now as a live guitar player. Oh really? He's what? Appar- he's in in Cycles and Circles as their live guitar player. I didn't know that. According to Facebook. We have to confirm that. I can confirm it with you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have to confirm And I this. quote Waffle fries are the worst fry. I feel better. No. He's wrong. Dude, you've got some issues. You need to go to therapy because... He's if you ever hear this, <laughs> I love you, but fuck you, you are wrong. John, I, I watched your interview with Mass Hate, and I was thinking about calling you, but now I don't want to. I don't know. I'm Just sorry. literally you get him on here and argue about waffle fries for three hours. I don't even want to talk to him no more. <laughs> no, if he ever nope. comes on, he's going to come in here, and there's just going to be waffle fries, waffle fries fucking everywhere. It will be a desk full of waffle fries. Like, yeah, hey, we catered. It's like only waffle fries. I will, just, s- I will somehow gonna, yeah. get the owner of Chick-fil-A in here. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were on another thread the other day, and he was talking about how um, he doesn't like artists that make music for the sake of just being weird. But I was like, that's a whole market. Yeah. So. Uh, like he was talking about Poppy in particular. Oh, okay. Fucking Poppy. Uh, I don't. I've okay. I listen after that conversation. I listened to the past uh, couple singles yeah. that she put out. And I was like, okay, you know, like for what it's worth, this is, you know, this is pretty good composition mm. for what it is. It's like, this is a, like a like a concept. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And I was like, there are so many other bands out there that are doing weird things for the sake of being weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I I wouldn't necessarily put her at like the top of the list. No. There's so many other projects that are just like. We're fucking weird. Sun. Yeah, Sun. Mm. Fucking any drone metal. It's just, I don't know. I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Same, yeah. Like, there's an experimental rap group that I like called Death Grips, and it's a very acquired taste for for most people. Mm -hmm. Yes. And people are just like, this is like, this isn't good. And it's like, yeah, but, you know. It wears you to down. To each their own. <laughs> it's like, it wears you down. You'll be fine. It wears you down. <laughs> I, yeah, I was in a weird kick for like experimental music for a while. Um, Hence the new single. Yeah. <laughs> and th- that's where a lot of the electronic production came in for the new single that we yeah. that we recorded. All right. Speaking of the new single, thank you for that segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, your band, All That Is Flesh, is about to release a new single. What's it called? Yep. Uh, it's called Sunder. All right. Uh, it comes well. The music video and the single will be out on Bandcamp October twenty fifth. But I think that DistroKid didn't go through with allowing us to uh, switch the date last minute. Yeah. So it'll be available on Spotify and everything else on November fifth. Um, but yeah, we recorded a music video for it at uh, Texas Theater in Oak Cliff. Um, super super nice people. I. Didn't think they were going to allow us in to do it, but I was told. Why is that? Uh, just because it's, well, it's a, it's like a landmark. Okay. So. Oh, it's like a historical site. Y- yeah. Um, mm. 
so I was like, oh, I don't know if they're going to, like, let let anybody in and, like, do anything with specific. It. And, I mean, they were pretty strict on some of the rules. They were, like, no fog machines, no blah, blah, blah. Um, j- you know, w- all with reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was – we filmed a music video before for one of our songs off the previous EP. And that was kind of just like a, all right, let's get in there and just, like, record us playing. And this was the first time that we ever um, had to come up with like a concept for the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Had to actually like sit down and write a script for it. Oh yeah. Even though there was like no like actual dialogue that was outside of it or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it was all just like visual uh, oh. representation for the for the lyrics. So I was trying my hardest to make something as visually capturing as i thought the lyrics were yeah. yeah um just because it's um i mean it's not really that heavy of a subject i guess to whoever um would think that it was heavy but um well, what's the subject matter uh the subject matter in particular has to do with um anxiety mm-hmm. um just as a whole uh when i was writing the lyrics for it i got diagnosed and um I one thing in particular I think that most people don't know is that like anxiety and depression and stuff is like its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't depressed but um it got to the point where um like it had like taken over my body basically. Mm-hmm. Like so like <laughs> normal day everyday functions and stuff were like starting to get fucked up because I was like constantly worrying about stuff. Yeah. And uh like for instance, it's like um the first thing that happens is like your gut. That like anytime you worry about something like that's the first thing that gets affected. Mm-hmm. So, um when I was writing it at the time, uh I wasn't happy about the way I was performing and just feeling like I couldn't really like give it my all. Mm-hmm. And I was really upset with the stuff that I was writing, thinking that it wasn't good enough. And, uh, wh- you know, in retrospect, looking at it now, it's like, this is the first thing stuff like I've ever done. Yeah. Like this is the, technically the first band that I've ever been in, like as a singer. So what else I, have you done? You, or what other bands have you been? Well, in? this is the first band I've ever se- like sung in. Oh, okay. Period. Were, you, were you like a yeah. guitarist or a keyboardist? Nah, I, I played drums in this like, little post-rock outfit I for a minute um, sorry sorry to interrupt you no it's okay how dare you um but yeah so the for the most part the lyrics kind of reflect on just like separating yourself and that's what sunder means it's just mm-hmm. the act of so separation while you're while you're going through this experience with your anxiety being diagnosed and everything yeah. like that you're just kind of pouring it into there yeah plus i mean you know being in a new band or you mm-hmm. know old whatever yeah. and then this is your first time being like a vocalist and yeah, writing I, lyrics I and putting those emotions out there like yeah, yeah you're gonna have some anxiety with that yeah. for sure and like as a kid like i never wanted to be like up front and center mm-hmm. and stuff like that like they would try to get me in plays and stuff and i would be like 
I'd always hiding wanted, in yeah, the back. I'd know? always be in the back too. Yeah, I was like, I do not want to be the center of attention. Uh-uh. At um, all. when when I was in school, I didn't want to be the center of attention because I was yeah. uncomfortable. It was awkward for me. Mm-hmm. But when I was at home, I was around people I knew, yeah. and for the most part, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But like, I'd have days like, and this is like a kid of like six years old just being like, this is I don't like this. Like, yeah. I don't like being. In the spotlight at yeah. all, but like when I'm at home, it's different just because oh, I'm comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it all has to do with your environment. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'm at home, I'm comfortable with my family, my cousins. Yeah, and it's like these are yeah. people that you've worked yourself up to. Yeah, and, you for know, sure. Stuff like that. So it's not like you're having to um, prove yourself on first impressions. Exactly. Kind of thing. But yeah, that I mean, and that that has carried with me till till now. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes I just I don't like being even looked at half yeah. the time like i'll be we'll be down in deep ellum and we'll be walking down the street and i'm like Ugh. oh yeah and it, like i no that's just deep ellum the wor- <laughs> yeah the no one like no one wants to be looked at in deep the ellum. worst thing that affects me today mm-hmm. even with taking medication for anxiety yeah is i know people aren't talking about me mm-hmm. but if there's a conversation going on within like it's right there. a couple feet, it's yeah, just like right there. It's I'm listening. I have no fucking clue what they're talking about, but if they're laughing, I think it's about me. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know these people. They're talking about yeah, like right. that's something that like goes through my head all right. the fucking time. Yeah, for and sure. it's like it shouldn't, you know. And that's the weird thing about having to go through that mm-hmm. is like you can. You reflect on it at the end of the day, and you're like, God, that's so stupid. Like, why would I think that? Right. Like, but and then the next day, it happens all over again. Yeah, it keeps repeating itself, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Lettering and. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's a vicious cycle. It is. Uh, Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't turn off this time. <laughs> okay, cool. I think so, we're old at that point. So, uh, for the most part, most of the lyrics... Um, just dealing with anxiety. Yeah, just dealing with it. Talking about... Um, you know, we'll we'll get to the point when we finally decide to like shed the skin that mm-hmm. you know we we put not put ourselves in, but subjectively um, put ourselves into with you know getting to where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's it's kind of it, at one point in the lyrics it is quoted, but I don't know if it'll transfer as well. Um, the song in itself is almost like a conversation with yourself mm-hmm. going back and forth. And there's a particular scene in the music video where um, there are, I guess, lack of a better term, ad- are self-conscious that's in the theater seats watching ourselves play. Uh-huh. And uh, the part that's quoted in the song um flips in between a shot of the conscious me sitting in the seat mouthing the lyrics mm. while I'm singing it on stage. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like a self-awareness uh, mm-hmm. type thing. That's pretty cool, though. I yeah, like it's that. it's something that I struggled with for a little bit. It's a hell of a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, I, I've definitely gotten to the point where I f- don't feel like I'm constantly having to worry about stuff. Yeah. Um, know thankfully i don't know if that's just because i'm in a hell of a lot better mindset than i was before Mm -hmm. regardless of having to take some kind of medication for it yeah i'm sure i'm sure now probably like i feel like 
going through that than having the actual diagnosis yeah. and then going through the medication is a bit of a relief yeah. because it's kind of like I don't have to also sit and worry about do I actually have something? Is something yeah. actually wrong with me? Or am I just being dumb? Yeah, like, like that was the whole thing. I went through this whole process of um, taking multiple like medical tests mm -hmm. and stuff like that to figure out if there was like something that was like actually wrong with part of my body. Yeah. And um, I think I took, I took at least three or four different tests that, you know, I had to go to a specialist for. Yeah. And just nothing was helping no matter what I did. Yeah. Um, I, uh, was, I was just like constantly in pain. Yeah. And, it literally came down to, you know, bringing it full circle again. I was watching uh, Bo Burnham on a podcast, mm. and he was talking about how when he was younger, he would just get, like, deathly sick yeah. when stuff was happening, like, that was that would, you know, get you anxious. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how he, he did all these tests, and the tests that he named were the exact same ones that I did. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, that's, a, that's like, I'm not one to be, like, superstitious or anything, but I was like, yeah. that's a sign. Like, Well, you find that thing that you can relate to and be like, you know what? I'm not the only one that's mm -hmm. done this, and I'm not the only one that's had the same, like, result. Like, yeah. it's nice to know someone had the same result as I. Yeah. And they're still trying to figure that shit mm -hmm. out. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, it turns out all it was is I would just have anxiety. And I was like, well, shit. I and I went to my primary care and i was like hey i think this is what's been wrong with me can you help me you out know, here can you help me out here and um you know i they were like yeah that's it's clear that that's what that is you know and it it, it affects people differently people have it on different levels Definitely. you know to the point yeah I was, I was gonna say like everybody has anxiety to some extent some extent yeah and then there's some people that just have it a little bit worse than everybody gets anxious about stuff yeah but, but not not everybody gets so anxious that they literally you know their body can't function yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a cool picture on my instagram or facebook where i was in a, an er room because i hadn't taken a regular shit for like three weeks so that's cool right <laughs> you're like hey so yeah i'm here i was like hey i think my shit's all fucked up huh <laughs> yeah yeah and then like there was it was a whole mess with the doctors that I was going to because I I ended up getting prescribed for one thing that was supposed to help with like stomach pains uh -huh. and turns out that it was literally just making it three times worse than it really was so not only was the medic medication making the symptoms worse but Shit. my anxiety <laughs> of nothing is working was also making everything it's worse like, at that point I was like I think I'm at an all time high nothing's yeah. working my anxiety is <laughs> through the roof yeah and i'm just like i'm just gonna lay here on the floor and die yeah it got <laughs> to that you it is like if you if you look at that picture mm -hmm. it, it like i've never looked so like dead in the eyes mm -hmm. where i was just like this sucks yeah you're just like i feel hopeless i yeah. don't know what i'm gonna do next it's like uh. yeah and i went through the whole thing and like after I went to the ER, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna give you this thing that's like for colonoscopy prep." 
just to like really get you clean. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucks. So oh, look, look, look forward to that when you have to get to that age. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, I already most, did it. Most not everybody has to go through that that early. Yeah, for but sure. Jesus Christ. That was, what a day that was. Right. Like, that was an experience. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was, I don't remember. I had just come from seeing. Oh, oh t- found wait. it. You found it? Found it's it. Lucy? Yeah, that's it. Yep. You're like, oh. Yeah, that's it. Poor thing. Yeah. And they're like the memories. I had like, I had just come from seeing Tesseract and Astronoid. Mm. And. I was with my girlfriend and I was like, I literally almost can't stand because I'm in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And we went and I guess that was the best decision because I found out everything that was wrong. Yeah. And even after that time, I still didn't know that it was anxiety. It was, it had been, it was probably like a month or so after that, that I finally yeah. went to the doctor. Um, but shit, I, I, there was a long, not long ago, someone was speaking about it, you know, thinking mm-hmm. that it was just like a, a mental thing where it yeah. was just like people over obsessing with the fact of anxiety. But they're like, oh, this is like actually a thing. And that's probably the, the common misconception, you know, even with um, what Torch just said. It's like, yeah, everybody has some form of anxiety. Like, yeah. it's, it's always there. It's going to be prominent. But mm-hmm. um, don't underestimate that it's a thing because most people probably don't understand. And I think Mm -hmm. that was probably my fault in the beginning. I mean, I have a whole lot of friends that have anxiety to the levels that you have anxiety. Yeah. Medicated or not. Like I understand. And some of them like, yo, I'm having a fucking shit ass day. I'm having an anxiety attack. I'm (laughs) like, yo, look, like one of my friends that was living with the code is like, I'm having an anxiety attack. Like, look, obviously I'm asexual. Yeah. I can't be there for you in a, in a physical manifestation. Yeah. But I'm here if you need anything. Like, what can I do to help you, at least from here? Mm-hmm. And I think with, at least in your case, it's mm-hmm. helping you and the band in a creative process. At yeah. The same time because yeah. obviously now you're writing Sunder. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> and releasing Sunder yeah. on the 25th of October <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> yes. and on Bandcamp. And on Bandcamp, oh and then goodness. streaming on November 5th. After the fact. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, get those YouTube hits up. Yeah, <laughs> and it, you know... Being in a band, it's like kind of a double-edged sword. But oh, at the yeah. same time, it's like, cool. I went through this. Now I have material to write. You know. <laughs> yeah, you have <laughs> this it, like hard experience time. that you went there, and you right. have something to write about. Yeah, exactly. Do like, your bandmates understand that? And uh, yeah, it's help you Schaefer. out with it's, that. It's something that I reflected on them. And <laughs> everyone but Schaefer. Yeah, everyone but Schaefer. <laughs> um, it's something that I touched on at the time and they were living with me at the time that this was all happening. Okay. So it's not something that they were like unaware of. Yeah. Which was really nice. I didn't really have to like sit there and explain it to them. Yeah. Something was going on. They kind of, yeah, they were, you know, they were there. They were present for it. They were like, Hey, we noticed. Yeah. And they're, they're all so fucking supportive. It's great. It's not, you know, I, I couldn't ask for anyone better probably that's great that you have people that are super supportive with your mental health and want to be there to be like it's okay that you have something that's going on we're not going to judge you but we're going to support the hell out of you and make sure you're okay Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis too yeah like our our past songs and probably i don't think there's only one that has any kind of like personal like reflection on it like as Mm -hmm. like as opposed to like writing 
lyrics to something that like actually happened yeah all of our most of it is all just like concepty kind of stuff it's mm-hmm. like the first song that we ever wrote together and recorded was the one that has like some personal reflection on it mm-hmm. um i didn't write the lyrics for that one in particular but um everything after that like we have a song called embrace that's literally about like disassociating with um relying on like higher power and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then we kind of made it further down the line of this next or this last ep that we did was like an entire story vehemence yeah vehemence um we that's hard if you've ever had to write a concept album Spanning the same idea across five separate songs is literally the hardest thing I've and ever had to do in my entire all life. The <laughs> oh yeah. All the Tell music videos. Oh my god. Jesus. He does entire albums that are like fucking twelve songs long. I can't um, even imagine. All your music videos, are they gonna do the same thing with like the songs? Are they gonna be Um I don't know for the most for the most part. Well. Yeah. I, I think it just depends. We we the first one that we did was just like a performance video and this mm-hmm. next one for sunder has performance in it mm-hmm. but it has like an underlining yeah, storyline I mean, to it okay. of it earlier yeah and you walk across the damn stage you got the microphone <laughs> and like rip into it yeah and um i don't know from from this point on i don't i i want the exclusive and i want it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't want to be like everyone else i don't want <laughs> to wait <laughs> i don't we haven't i haven't really thought of anything you know we're we're kind of in the process of like we're okay where do we go now yeah um i think future for us is probably just putting together some kind of long form mm-hmm. um so i think we might either try to release some kind of album or just continuously put out singles i'm i'm not completely sure yet that seems to kind of be the way that most bands are doing it now now are you still diy are y'all doing everything yourself um for the most part you know, when we do pre-pro and stuff like that we all do it we we got to the point where we started recording um, well i mean like do you have label backing or anything oh, or, no. or like production? No, it's all it's Is all back DIY. own pocket yeah <laughs> it's all it's all pretty much diy but you. um I mean, it sounds great. It looks great from what I've seen. the The other video that yeah. I was going to play before um, looks no, the regular one. Um, it looks it looks really great. Um, yeah. I do want to mention this before um, we get too deep into this. We do have somebody that's that's talking to us on our live chat. Oh, uh, Miss Tiffany Wallace. Oh, hi. Um, I yeah. know her. Y'all know her. I know her. Okay. Uh, she said, uh, I went through a two-year phase where I got physically ill uh, daily. The diagnosis was anxiety, so I feel you. And then she said, hey, guys, watch me bleed on stage, basically. Um, or I guess the guys watch me bleed on stage, basically. <laughs> that's why I write randomly awkward uh, stranger hugs to you. And she <laughs> said one other thing. She said, uh, what advice would you give to those watching uh, loved ones disassociate due to anxiety? looking for ways to help people closest to me when I retreat. Um my and it, it's all and, cer- and it, this is good information yeah. for me as well. I don't feel like have depression or mm-hmm. anxiety or anything like that. Like I get anxious. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. in in that way. So, you know, you you can you know, feel free just to yeah. talk directly to I, me. It kind 
I guess it would just have to be circumstantial. My my mom uh, was really anxious and went through a, a depressive period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like right after I was born. Postpartum. Uh, yeah, it, it very well common. could be. And um, and it, you know it's kind of lingered. I know that she she has some uh, some uh, anxiety issues. So that's that's who I looked to for most of it. When everything was happening, I was like can you tell me there's nothing wrong you know and i don't i don't know if that's like the correct mindset to have i mean i can tell you but i would be completely <laughs> wrong <enough. laughs> i mean it's it's the like you want to hear it from that same that one person oh yeah like, just tell me everything's okay tell me that nothing's wrong like i don't want to have to worry anymore i don't yeah. want to be like this anymore yeah and but it's it like nah bitch you fucked I up I <laughs> and it it might feel like a sense of clarity for the most part uh-huh. if someone like straight up tells you like, hey, this is actually happening. It's not like all in your head, you know? Yeah. That's, I think for the most part, you know, asking someone about it that had actually gone through it mm-hmm. was kind the of... The most beneficial Yeah, the you. most beneficial for me yeah. um, in particular. But definitely like going on google and like trying to figure out what's wrong with you is like the worst thing to ever do in your entire life you need to talk to professionals yeah like according to google you did yeah (laughs) according to google i should have been dead like six months ago but um (laughs) that that was the whole process i was like what's wrong with my body and then you know it's like oh you might have a tumor and it's like fuck congratulations (laughs) you have the aids yeah it's it's just gonna make it worse the aids the aids AIDS. just the one (laughs) So, yeah, I've never really had any kind of, like, I guess any kind of, like, real depression. So I can't really, like, speak on that in particular. Yeah. Um, You know, not to the point of, like, being, like, suicidal or anything like that. Yeah. I've definitely got to the point where I felt like I should just, like, give up because it's definitely not going to move forward from here. Uh, But 13 was a rough age for me. I struggled with that a lot. Depression and suicide. I did. I struggled with that a lot. And it it seems to, and I don't know if it's just, like, the age that we're living in now, but it definitely seems like it's come, uh, it's really, like, reared its head again. Yeah. Um. It's it, it's more common now to see that somebody's going through that instead of just being like behind a door. Yeah, it's it's and like nice to see that social media has opened yeah, it. Yeah, that's 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 what I was gonna say. But it, at the same times, it's 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 a hard one because it's like a lot of your anxiety yeah. has to deal with it. And it yeah, it's it, it's a hard one to deal. Yeah. Deal with on and it, it comes back to like things yeah, like I was saying, like being a double edged sword. It's yeah. you get it's gotten to the point where I don't think that people know when to take something seriously, especially online. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can even believe it. Oh, yeah. <coughs> like, for instance, there was this. Um, well, now, according to her, um, is a female to male transgender mm-hmm. but her uh former content is mm-hmm. not serious yeah so coming into that subject everyone's like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> you know it's like shut the fuck up you are taking away all this you know 
stuff that's been built up for this community mm-hmm. of these people and taking it away from them because you obviously aren't being serious. Yeah. To, you know, to whatever matter that might be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I saw it, because I know who she, who she is as a, as a content creator, I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like this is just stirring the pot to get views. Mm-hmm. Like that clickbait kind of shit. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, that's basically what that person's content was. Mm-hmm. And and yeah it's just like it's gotten to the point where you just don't know if you can take somebody seriously or not mm-hmm. you yeah, know that's true and i've had to deal with stuff like that before where it's like you know allegations against people and it's like how do you know when to yes. draw the line of like knowing what's reality and what's the perception of someone that read a situation wrong mm-hmm. or you know yeah that that's definitely always going to be going on but right now it's just in the light yeah. it's a really bright right now and yeah kind of and stuff. most people will say that we're like in a a very like sensitive time mm-hmm. as a as when it comes to everything it's subject matter yeah um i don't i don't have anything against most people that have had drama within like the past year um, as far as like, you know, like the whole Dave Chappelle thing went and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, really, it's just to each their own. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you can't find humor in something, it's just like, you're not in that, in that group. Right. Then why like this, this why content was not made for you. Yeah. It's like you watched it. You didn't like it just don't be a part of it like, yeah you don't have to blow it up and make it this big yeah. thing and make it like and more yeah. than what it is like and i know it's like highly controversial but like yeah stuff like ca- like cancel culture yeah. and stuff like that like mm-hmm. no like it's so fucked like and that's the worst part about it is because people that are involved in this cancel culture thing like they don't know this person like yeah. this is some internet celebrity mm-hmm. that they know that they can get you know half the time what it seems like is like somebody can get clout from saying yeah. oh this person blah 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 and then they're trending on fa- on on twitter at that point and yeah, they're whether saying it be positive or negative yeah exactly dangerous yeah it's it's bad oh yeah for sure it's yeah. like people it's it's like people they just they kind of don't care. They just want to like have their their two minutes of fame or whatever. Yeah, it's like you know, for instance, um, Todd Phillips when he was talking about directing the Joker, mm-hmm. he was saying I felt like I had to transition into serious movies because I can't, I don't feel comfortable writing humor anymore because it's gotten to the point where everything I don't expensive. feel s- yeah I don't yeah. feel safe making a joke because someone's gonna take it the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, people were, like, immediately up in arms about that. Of course. And I was just like, you're proving his point. Like, him talking about this thing is, like, you take this way too fucking seriously. Oh, right. Yeah. And, you know, going back and watching older movies and stuff like And, like, thinking about it, you know, with, like, you know, because he, he made The Hangover mm-hmm. and a couple other comedies. I was like, I don't remember anything in his movies really being like controversial joke or anything like that. Or being so bad. Yeah. I mean, like, 
I would say for the most part, there was probably parts in like The Hangover that was like some kind of like shock value. Oh, you know, yeah. but that was the entire movie series. N- yeah, like, but like nothing to the point where it was like highly offensive to like anybody. You mm-hmm. know, I would honestly think that um, Requiem for a Dream would be more offensive as far as movies uh, go. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because if you put something out like that today, they'd be like. Oh, you're capitalizing on people that are drug addicts and you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Technically, he was. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's just like people just also I, showed, fucking showed a light at the subject at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Just like with Joker and the topics that are presented within the movie. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're trying to make a you know movie that that kind of hits home, tackles you know mental illness and stuff mm-hmm. like this and blah blah blah. And I mean, like, I guarantee most of the people that had something to say about it didn't even see the movie. You know, same thing with, you know, the Chappelle special. I love all of them, though. (laughs) I love his special. They, like, read, you know, some article that was written by somebody that saw it, and they automatically form an opinion on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was talking about about Chappelle at work with a coworker, a couple of them, and I was like, I love his specials. Like, he, he just... In his own way, he brings like some normalcy to this, yeah. you know, those and the there, trans community. There's like, such a huge transition from his comedy, yeah. where it used to be like, uh, there was a video that I watched where his jokes were so prefaced on, like, it, if you've ever watched The Simpsons, they're like, oh, white people drive a car like this, and black people drive a car like that. Yeah, that was Dave Chappelle's humor at one point. Yeah, yeah, and very much so. And. He's made it more to the fact that his comedy now is like making fun of himself. Yeah, he's refined it to where it's more a dagger at himself. For yeah, sure. where he's like, "Oh my god, look at how famous I am! It's fucking stupid." Like yeah. you know, exactly. that, that's yeah. like what his comedy has resulted. Oh, to. absolutely. Yeah. So it's become like this self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a good transition. Grilling festival. It. Yeah. So, like, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I'm just not in that mindset. I don't under- like there are things that I can get heated about, mm-hmm. but it's just like I don't I don't understand how people can just like pineapple goes on pizza. Be so one side. <laughs> that is one get thing. Get out. <laughs> yeah, that I think uh, th- I think that was like the pinnacle of like where the arguments like yes. on the internet started to take off. It was I don't that was like the first thing where People were like so heated oh, about like, pineapple it's just being a on pizza. I, I, th- I don't think that's the first one. I think that one was just so absurd. Yeah, that it's people ridiculous. took off because because people have been bitching about fucking Trump and they were mm. bitching about Bush and they were bitching about uh you know people in the music scene bitch about different types of music yeah. and you know this person is not actually or this band is not actually fucking metal they're actually metal core <laughs> and you know there that's a that's a gent you know yeah. uh gent jazz progression or whatever the fuck there it's <laughs> it's all dug in there but like yeah. pineapple versus pizza yeah was just so astronomically I feel, stupid i feel like the memes came oh. before trump oh, was God. president I think I want to say for sure that it was like really heated, like right before he got elected. But that's a whole other subject. Yes, it is. Um, I, I just I don't know where where to like really place my my finger on it, you know, with with the whole cancel culture on on Twitter, and it just. It <laughs> It just seems like you get to the point where it's just like where <laughs> like where does it end? You know? Like we 
like in a society we get to the point where things will start to repeat themselves and then we kind of see something happening and then it'll stop and then it, we just like completely forget that it was even a thing jesus i wasn't laughing at that i didn't, I didn't even notice that until <laughs> I, I looked up christ uh no we we got a couple more comments here uh, oh good read them out yeah Uh, yeah, somebody said there was actually an article that was posted somewhere about people walking out of the theater of the Joker for glorifying mental illness. It's not glorifying <laughs> mental illness. First off, first off, it's a comic book movie. <laughs> it's a comic book movie, okay? That's like saying that Captain America... Uh, was it not Winter language? So- yeah. Not Winter Soldier, it but ca- cap- uh, the Captain America, the s- the second one, mm-hmm. uh, glorifies well, that was Winter Soldier. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, there, there yeah. Was, two would have been Winter Winter Soldier. Was Winter Soldier? Was yeah. it Winter Soldier? If yeah. Talking about number two, it was Winter Soldier. Yeah. I don't. I was gonna say I don't know. <laughs> it, it, <was laughs> it became Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there there was there was one where uh, Bucky gets released and he. Uh, Freaks the fuck out. He jumps in a helicopter, and it shows Cap holding the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, helicopter yeah. to uh, the helicopter to the to yeah. the, the the landing the building, pad. Yeah. And that's that's like saying that uh, you know it glorifies men that are strong. It's a fucking comic book yeah. movie. Still, it's you know what what you read into it is your own choice. It's a director or a studio's yeah. you know choice of how they they approach stuff. It yes, it's he such is a strong. That's such a weird his strength, but that's Ooh, part of his character. My drink is strong. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird argument to bring to the table because yeah. there are such powerful women figures in Marvel and Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. But not Marvel, but Natasha Romanoff. And it's super strong when they don't force it on you. That's yeah. the, that's the part that that bums me out about the whole thing. When they when they did the what was it the A Force uh, thing in, at the end of uh, uh, not Infinity War but the second one. In game. Uh, in game. Yeah. When when they when they showed the A Force, the all woman. The woman uh, of Marvel, basically. Yeah. Do what? Basically, the, the women of Marvel. Yeah, when when they yeah, when they, they showed the that the all group characters within the Marvel series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when they made yeah. that point to show that one scene, I was like, oh, do you have to pander that hard? Yeah, yeah. But I think, like in that regard, it was showcasing their fucking talents. Yeah. Because everybody that was featured has been in at least one of the movies as a side, but technically central character. Mm. But not showcased in the same extent as I could definitely see how it came off that way. Iron yeah. Man or Spider Man or Black. It Panther. wasn't that it came off. It wasn't like this was just it happened that they all showed up on the screen. No, yeah. no, no. This was planned. Oh yeah, the, the there way, was a planned shot. The way that they 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 put that together. Yeah. You know, everybody flies into scene. It didn't just happen that they was like, oh, shit, we focused on that one. No, yeah. no, no, no. We planned for all the girls to be in the scene, yeah. and we're going to, like, Let's do a, our, own little, yeah. our own little Cap America watch. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah, Girl power the fuck out of this. Like, come on. Do you have to? Yeah. Like, I like it, and though. Then, and then everybody bitches about the, uh, you know, the way that they, they uh, posturize um, – all the the girl characters whenever they do the the movie posters and it's yeah. always like Natasha Romanoff you just see her ass or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, 
Look at how they have the guys. The guys aren't showing their ass because that's not what girls give a fuck about. They want, yeah. You, you know like, what? You know what girls give a fuck about? Six pack abs. Yeah. Big fucking biceps. But it's America's ass. It's marketing. It's yeah. It's America's yeah, ass. Yeah. Sex sells. It's just marketing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's 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 people just finding things to yeah. bitch about. I think at this like, point, and we're we're still we're bitching about fucking comic book <laughs> movies. <laughs> Fuck! We're part of the problem. Yeah. But we're not really bitching. We're discussing it. More yeah. Than we're not. I'm right. talking about yeah. we as a whole. The, the group the as group, a whole. Yeah. Facebook. It's like, yeah. It's like you, you know, realize you're bitching about something that doesn't exist. Well, like, b- b- <laughs> bitching about yeah. Trump. Like pe- people bitch about Trump, and I'm not going to say a fucking thing about him because yeah. I don't really give a shit. That's a real thing, though. That's yeah. like affecting we're our everyday lives. Exactly. That. Yeah. That's the point. It's it's actually affecting something that's real. At what point did a fictional character actually? I, th- I think that's when Trump got elected. Was that fictional character <laughs> finally came to presidency? Wow, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, you know, it's like you were saying, you know, with the article that was saying that Joker was um, capitalizing on on mental illness. Like, or what was the terminal? What did what exactly did you say? It was, post- yeah, posturizing. That's like. Someone coming up with the argument that's saying that Captain America is inciting nationalism. Yeah. You know? Sure, like, why what not? What the fuck? Like, what does that even mean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what you what know? are you... What are, what are you talking like about? Like, if, any, if anything, as far as the Joker goes, it should have shown how fucked up the the actual, like, um, mental illness, um, like, the handling of it yeah. is... You know, because they have that whole scene. And the GoPro is apparently out of where space. <laughs> you know, for anyone that, that's seen the movie or hasn't, uh, saw the movie most most the likely, movie. I think people have made saw up their minds at this clips. point. If they're not going to see it at this point, they're not going to see it. If they haven't yeah. seen it at this point, they're probably not going to see it. Unless they're just broke. Yeah. Uh, or waiting for it. We've been busy, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting for it to come out in the red yeah, box. Yeah, it was theater were just the right day to go see it. It was probably in a trailer, so it's not a spoiler. But, you know, there there's a specific part where... Um, He's talking to his therapist, and he's like, you don't listen to anything that I say. Like, I'm telling you that I had a moment of clarity, and you're just still asking me the same question. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of what I said, you're not relating it to anything. It's just like, you know, and he's like, all I have are bad thoughts, but you don't talk to me about that. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if anything... The movie should have shown light on how <laughs> how shitty the mental illness uh uh what's the word uh handling Help. handling Handling? of mental illnesses (laughs) you know i mean you're not wrong though like within the movie he he does go and say i'm fucking sitting here talking to you not giving two shits of attention yeah and i i have family members that have been in the point of i've been there being in a mental institution where to that extent but i've been yeah it was more of like a behavioral yeah kind of thing and um they're literally treating them like they're nothing. Like, yeah, like Hi, not, I'm here to get paid. Fuck off. Yeah, like not to the point of like torture or something, but like mishandling, just neglect. Yeah, neglect. And I, it got so bad with with my family member uh, in particular that the facility that they were in got shut down. Oh, shit. They were, you know, sued by the families that had you know their children there and all yeah. that. You know. And it's it's the same thing across all 
types most healthcare here. Mm-hmm. It's like if you step foot in a lack of a better term old folks home mm-hmm. in the past you know wait dec- that's wrong decade <laughs> i don't know what, what do you call <laughs> senior it living senior center. living yes, it, senior, senior living. not senior living but like um uh like this where you go after you were in the hospital yeah assisted living yeah assisted living. Was, yeah, yeah. Like assisted living. retirement home yeah, yeah. kind of thing where it's just like i guarantee you that half of the uh, that ha- half of those people don't give a fuck about the people that are laying in those beds. Yeah. You think it's that high? I think it's pretty high. Really? I, I mean, I, just I would, yeah. It may just be. I'm, sub- I'm, I'm not trying to give my yeah. real opinion on it. I just, I, I'm asking. Do you think it's that high? It, I think it very well could be. Uh, I, I think it could be. I just, don't, um, I don't know if I don't. It is. Yeah, I can't, I can't sit here and be like, oh yeah. It, I'm, I'm sure everybody half the population like, doesn't care like, about old people, but because I think about it like, I like nurses. To watch them fall. <laughs> I, th- I think about it like nurses. Like you see some nurses that just don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, and they they don't like they're there for you know it was a good job. They knew it was good pay. Yeah. But like I, I have to feel like, or I have to think that at some point they were just like they they were very very interested in yeah. helping people, and then and then yeah. you know you get to that thing. <laughs> that one bad day where it just like it sets off your I don't give a fuckometer. Yeah. And but should you, sh- if you get to that point, should you stay in the same profession? I feel like you because shouldn't. then you're affecting people. Yeah, yeah but then I then I don't know how many people get to that point of where they yeah. realize it. You yeah, because I, th- I think we all have a point where we're like we're really helpful. Yeah. We really want to be you know beneficial to our friends, and then that one friend fucks you over enough that you're just like, you're yeah. still my friend, but I don't give a fuck about you. Like if yeah, you know, like I'm not gonna help you move or anything like that. <laughs> You're like, we'll hang out. I mean, uh, when to I was, that extent, that's pretty I much was it. younger, my great grandpa, he he stayed at home. He never yeah. got put into assisted living because of how bad yeah. they had. Like, I think he did at one point, but they took him out so fast because he wasn't being taken care of yeah. properly. And uh, my my grandmother, she was just like, no, he's not going back. He's never going back. Yeah. And he, he never did. I think it's just those places just aren't heavily vetted yeah you know and it could very well be a management thing yeah you know when we were talking about people just get to the point where they don't they just stop caring but they just want to they're there for the paycheck i mean it could just work its way down you know people people get to a point you know it's like you get in as a new hire you see that your coworkers don't care and you're like okay cool i can i can jerk around or right two Mm -hmm. and still get paid but then it's just like but it, it makes but its if, way down. But if you're dealing with with people in the same way, like uh, you know, a, a vet's assistant that deals with like dogs or something yeah. like that, do you get into that that line of work if you just don't give a fuck? Because like no, I, like you were like, saying, it's like, like those people cared at one point, right? Um, like my job, I do I do inventory work. I don't give a fuck about those boxes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck yeah. at all. Um, but I care about my counts. I care about like what I'm doing. You know, yeah, I, I, and. And doing my job as best it's I can. It's not like you go to work and you're like, I cannot wait to see these boxes, you know? Right, exactly. These yeah. fucking boxes but are like, my you, life. You go, you <laughs> go through boxes, I tell you. Way you know, that cardboard feels. Yeah. Half, half a decade of, of nursing school or wh- whatever it is. Yeah. Like a year yeah. It's like, like if you if you went through all of that I'm sure just there are some care. people. I'm sure there are some people that are just like, that's a good paycheck if I yeah. do that. Yeah. I can do 
get that light out of my face. I'm I'm sh- I'm sure there are those people that are just like no this is, you know this is what you do you know your parents pushed you into it or something like that and yeah um, this is a lot of mine. <laughs> I think this may bitch. as w- may as well have been a ra- uh, uh, a laser pointer. Oh my god. That, uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, you know I don't I don't Lexi Keller was the one that was was mentioned about I want to go ahead and mention her name Lexi okay. Keller was the one that mentioned about the the Joker glorifying mental illness. Yeah. Um, Hi, Lexi. Uh, Tiffany Page Wallace again, or I'm, I'm gonna call you Tiffany because I'm tired of saying your full name. Call her Looney. Uh, <laughs> what? Looney. Call her Looney. Looney. She is just a little bit. Uh, oh, she is a Looney, not like that's a nickname. Uh, <laughs> it is, but yeah, she is a Looney, just like a little bit. <laughs> Tiffany says Popeyes or Chick Fil A. That was another one that was like I never tried the sandwich, so I, I don't have an opinion. I didn't either. I was very Chick Fil A ha- based on the fact that Popeyes and the sandwich, and I'm not about to get into that fucking. Yeah. I, w- I was very happy with the Chick Fil A sandwich. I wasn't looking for a replacement. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if, if I go because why not, and it's there, I'll fucking try it. Whatever. I feel like you. Uh, Tiffany it, says I am loony. As <laughs> as you. far as like Chick Fil A goes, I never feel like I I've ever been like dicked around by a Chick Fil A. It's like I'm going there. I'm gonna get exactly what I'm paying for. Yeah, I, and they're I, sweet usually. Yeah, they they usually have a a, a good uh, rapport with you. You yeah. don't have to deal with a you know a fucking McDonald's. Well, it's like in their training, to... they have to say my pleasure. You know. Well, the last time we went, the <laughs> we, we've had <laughs> some that said my pleasure. Get out. Oh no. <laughs> We the last time we went, um, who was it? Who was it? Yeah, I think it was Chick Fil A. Yeah. The lady, she was so sweet. She was the sweetest thing. I was like, yeah, oh I don't, God. I don't think I've ever had an issue with anybody ever at. Mm-hmm. A, and you know, a lot of people are gonna have some hot takes about Chick Fil A. Yeah. But Chick Fil A is franchised. You know, mm-hmm. whoever owns that business doesn't have the same ideology of of the person. Actually, they, they do. Well, the, the, it's yeah. part of their contract. We uh, our our old <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> our old bassist true. and and his fiance tried to get a franchise. They, really, they yeah. found out that they could. You're blowing they, my mind. And they were approved for it, and then they were denied because uh, Chick Fil A did a a backlog on them. Really, and yeah. found out who they really are, and was like, "Wow, nah, we're good. That's fucked." That's yeah, crazy. They, they they look into who who buys their franchise. That is insane. Wow, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> you blew. I blew your mind with the chicken tender thing, and yeah. now, oh my god, there you go. It's a I very chicken uh, intense kind of podcast yeah. right now. That's so ins. That's a fucking cult. <laughs> that's a cult. Like yeah. Oh my god. I feel like Torch is about to come through the. the <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he's, he's gonna make it complicated for himself. Yeah. Don't trip over any wires. Oh. Oh. Pivot. 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 Just don't. Yeah, don't trip on any dogs either. Tiffany says, I work in a lockdown dementia ward. People there. People are there. Excuse me. People are not there for the right reasons. Okay. Well, there you go. It's a very open ended question. Yeah. Or statement. Well, she's saying what you're saying. Yeah. Basically, that there are people there that don't give two fucks, oh, yeah. it sounds like. Um, you know, they're just there for a paycheck. Wow. So I was wrong. It's, it wow. sucks that, wow. that, there's, wow. that stuff like that just, you know, exists. You know, I'm I mean, we could. about them being right there. <laughs> 
I mean, we can we can lay it down on the line as to like people that work in the food industry, and uh, like I've never personally had to work in the food industry. I have. Um, I haven't. My my first job was in a warehouse, so I never I've never had to deal any with anyone like directly um, yeah. until I started working with an agency. Um, so I'm, you know, it's just like if you don't have good people skills. Don't work in an industry where you have don't to talk do any to somebody. Maybe service. don't work with people. Yeah. Oops. Like I understand, it's like a job's a job, but it's like yeah, both of your jobs are uh, pertaining to people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I guess if you can like flip this, flip the script, and you're able to get into that mindset of dealing with people. Yeah. It's just there's no way I could. I mean, now it's a lot better than before with you know having to deal with certain clients. You know. Um, on the mm-hmm. accounts that I handle sometimes. Yeah. But I couldn't I I couldn't handle somebody else's food and get yelled at for it. I mean, working with Uber Eats, I get a lot of bullshit where like I got an uh, order order for Starbucks and like, okay, hey, you're here, great, cool. Um so they ordered this one item and we can't make it because we're out of whatever the fuck it ingredient yeah. it is it requires to make it. So we don't want to do like, oh well fucking call the customer real quick. Get them to answer if you can. Yeah, and then the customers, and, and are, the customers, mad at you. And like, <laughs> I, I've had it to the point where I went to a random fucking ass yeah. Grandy's in uh-huh. Denton one day, like two years ago. And the guy ordered a fucking a peach cobbler. Yeah. But the Uber system or whatever the fuck it was fucked up and ordered a fucking full ass peach cobbler, which takes like forty-five fucking minutes to make. Yeah. Not anyone's fault. It happens. Oops. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. And they were, like, out of peach cobbler at that point in time anyway, so whatever. <laughs> and so, like, I get there, like, oh, well, he ordered a fucking peach cobbler, full-on fucking peach cobbler. It's take us 45 minutes to make that shit. Yeah. So I'm going to call him and cancel. Like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Don't fucking cancel that shit. Yeah. That's my money that you're fucking wasting because I had to drive out here. Yeah. And I've gone back to other places. Like, what do I want to do? Like, oh, well, call the customer, see what's up, see what they want to do. Mm-hmm. If you can't do it for whatever reason, let me know. Give me the food as is. I'll handle it on my end. Yeah. And what that means is I'll drive to your fucking house, <laughs> tell you what the fuck is up, yeah. and tell you what the fuck to do. <laughs> but like with Starbucks, they call the customer twice, no answer. Okay, cool. Give me the fucking, give me what you have. I'll take care I'll of it. I'll just take it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so you ordered these I would drinks. love if they called me whenever I ordered some shit like that because they don't fucking, they don't call me or let me know that they fucked up my order or didn't deliver half of my stuff or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes I don't even know, mind you. And I've been called like halfway through my fucking trip. Oh, hey, so you, uh, we forgot to give you the. I'm like five minutes from the dude's house. Right. Fuck you want. Yeah. Can you come back? I mean, yeah, sure, but no. Yeah. Call me two minutes before I, like, two minutes after I leave? Okay, cool. I can turn the fuck around. But I'm like a block and a half away from this dude's house. And it's a five fucking five mile yeah, trip. Yeah, I, w- I wish at that point that they would, they would kick back the money or something like I mean, that. Like, we, you, you we do. Once I tell you about it, mind you, like I have to deliver the food before you can go back and get the kickback on it. I got you. Because yep. like once I'm in transit, I can't do shit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, I'm I'm not so much worried about the driver. I don't feel like it's the driver's thing that much. I feel yeah. like it's the restaurant. The restaurant should have gotten the order right. Right. The driver is a a hand to hand person. You know, and don't shoot the delivery. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the messenger. That, and that's and that to me is like it's so first world that I don't even fuck with it that much. Yeah. But. At the same time, I'm like, if, if if a restaurant fucked up your order, they would go, hey, I'm sorry, we, we, we fucked up. We, yeah. you know, didn't put your beans or something like that in there. 
you know, it's no big deal. Give my fucking beans. But like beans. Give my beans. So, so many. We'll, we'll order Give from the same restaurant. Strips. We'll order from yeah. IHOP. Yeah. You know, we'll order from IHOP on on Saturday for breakfast or something like mm-hmm. that. Because IHOP is life. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And so we will get biscuits you know drinks. <laughs> we'll get an omelet. Uh. She'll get biscuits and gravy or yeah. something like uh. that. And, you know, our our food comes with, you know, uh, what the fuck are you singing? Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> that's what I'm singing. Uh, uh, shit's good. She has a theme song? That's theme that's, song for that's, This is my life. She makes up random. I'm really like, horrible. I'm terrible. And I make up random songs. You have songs. been with her for seven years, though. So that's your fault. <laughs> terrible. Make up random songs. That is true. Hey, if it's lasted this long, it's meant her. to be. That was not my choice. <laughs> <laughs> what, she just moved her shit in one day and said, nope. you're fucked? No, no, no. She's she, like, whoops, I guess we're together now. She, she used to live in, in Bridgeport, so she was two hours away. I would go pick right her up. Right outside Houston? Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Louisiana? It's up by Weatherford. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Texas is huge. Fuck yeah. off. I know, right? It's so, fucking up there. So I got to drive I, across half the country just to get through Texas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I lived in, I lived in Carrollton, and she lived in Bridgeport, <laughs> so it was about a two-hour drive. I would drive to her and pick her up. She hated being at her house, so I would bring her back to my place. So it's yeah. a four-hour drive at this point. Oh, my God. Bless so, your heart. So we would, we would hang out at my place, and my intention was, like, she'd stay over for a couple of days, then I'd take her home and go back to work or whatever. Yeah. She would tell me, you know, I don't feel like it, or we'd stay, you know, we'd stay up too late one night or something like that, so she would stay an extra day. Well, an extra day would extend into a week. week would extend into a couple of weeks. Then I'd noticed that she was there for three weeks still living off like the same four days worth of clothes that she had packed or <laughs> something like that. Whether she intended for that or not is, is up for discussion. But uh No. Yeah. She did. <laughs> don't lie don't let her don't let nah. her lie. Uh, she did. Nah. We know it. I can see it in her eyes. Nah, I didn't. Look how she looks away from us as she tried to see. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thinking about it, definitely not. But uh she she would end up just staying and, and we got to the point where she stayed one week too long. Yeah. And not where it was a fight between us, but we I took her back yeah. to go get some more clothes because she was going to stay another week. At that point, you might as well just fucking move her ass in. Well, we we went to, to her place, and her mom had moved her out. <laughs> oh, no. Her mom had moved all of her stuff into a storage closet, and her bedroom was gone. And, and so we just we packed all of her stuff up in, in my car, and we just we drove her back, and she lived with me from then on out. Wow. Uh, I have a really nice mom. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah, that was that was a fight for sure. Oof. That's why she changed her number. Right. <laughs> I told that whole fucking story and the camera was pointed at y'all, so it's just your reaction. I just realized that shit. God damn it. Nobody wants to see you. It's okay. Uh, I feel, I feel like it some days. <laughs> I'm glad this is. She's isn't. a pretty woman. You're just a vocalist. Yeah. Ex vocalist. Ex vocalist. Technically. With vocalist. Oh, man. All that is vocalist. All that is vocalist. Oh, man. All right. So let's swing it back around to uh, the Analog Future Tour. The yep. Analog Future Tour. All right. Friday, November 1st, Rubber Gloves, Denton, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes, you heard that right. Rubber Gloves, Rubber Gloves. is back. For those of you that have been in the scene in North Texas, because if you've been in Houston, that's irrelevant to you, but <laughs> you might know that Rubber Gloves used to exist, and then it closed. Yeah, half the people I've told about this show, they're like, whoa, Rubber Gloves is a thing again? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they renovated it. 
they made it look nice some pictures and shit that I've seen. I need to go up there like this weekend and yeah, it looks really nice. I actually do my job and promote the show with flyers and posters and shit and yeah, they, the bar staff. The outside stage that they they have now looks actually have you really been by really there nice. Yet? No, I just, just seen, seen all the pictures. Okay, it's like this looks like a like a happening place. You know? I'm a I'm a phenomenal promoter, happening but goddamn, I'm busy as shit, and sometimes <laughs> just can't get after the fucking venue. What? I mean, I, I live 45 minutes. That is unacceptable, Denton, so. Torch. I might do it Tuesday. <laughs> what, a you? promoter that can't promote his own shows? That's never been heard of in Yeah, Dallas. what is that? Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me. Get that shit out of here, man. I'm not trying to have I fights. Know. I know. Yeah. I, I uh, talked I'm about them on the last podcast. I'm going to get blacklisted on my own podcast. for us again. We broke up. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's in another band. Oh, uh, yeah. that man's fucking. No, okay, too. okay. So, so who's speak, all uh, who's all playing? Speaking of that, real quick. Yeah, who's all? What are we speaking of? It's blacklisting what? or yeah, third the black, string? The blacklisting thing. Okay, I, I was uh, the the, ba- the band would uh, my band would go long periods of time. We we kind of restart basically. Yeah, and I would have people say that they they wanted to change the band name. They're like, why don't we get a fresh start? We'll do. You know, a b- new band name. I go. That's not the problem that you're going to have. If somebody doesn't like us, it's because of the. It's because the people the that are in the band, and yeah. they're they're looking at who's in the band, and if they see my name attached to it, they're going to go. That's still fucking with T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Analog Future Tour. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> it's at Rubber Gloves in Denton. Yeah. Who's and who, we, we've got. It's perceived. Perceived is going to open. Uh, without sacrifice, without sacrifice. great hanging from Gainesville, motherfucking Texas. They're now a three-piece, and that's oh, me yeah. off guard. They lost a rhythm guitar player, and Who didn't else? tell me. Is it and then us? And then you? Yeah, all this flesh. And then Stellar Circuits. And four-stroke band. Uh, and mad props to Stellar Circuits because like it's very much my forte. Yeah. Very much Deftones, Tool, Tesseract. Yeah, they do have a very like. Tooly vibe, very prog but not asshole prog. Yeah, I'm not gonna write an album and have a 10 minute song because we're tool and have every 13 years. Song. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. There were yeah. By the I way, the pizza is here. Pizza's do we, here. Do we want to do pizza on <laughs> the air or do we want to do? Yeah, pizza on the air. Stop. Why stop? Uh, we can. I can segue it into something else. Yeah. So um, um, as w- we were saying, still related. Um. Hang, hang, hang on. So this guy behind me walking around, <laughs> 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 making me hang on and shit. Oh god! Uh, so tickets for that show can be purchased via the four bands we discussed earlier. Yeah, I think most of us have them online. Um, I know you do for a fact. We do. I think perceived is selling them in person. I don't know if they're selling them online. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't think so. But uh, you know, readily available. Yes. Being able to do like will call and stuff like that. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. Look nice too. That's that's gonna be a. Didn't look nice. It was lovely. <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. Uh, I've been looking forward to it. I think out of pretty much all the shows that we played this year, this is the one I'm, I'm looking forward to the most. Um. I'm not ignoring you. I am gonna come back and talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Talking randomly without. Oh, we're still we're still talking about the show. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Oh, There's a lot. Um, okay. I don't know. M- we played some shows in the in this past year where I we had. I think as far as you go, my favorite show with you was Wrath. Oh yeah, I where fu- I fucking split my ankle. Oh god. Yeah, that was our s- that was our first show ever. Yeah. 
with Wrath. That was a, a Schaefer, like, hey, I have a new band. Yeah. Can we play it? I'm like, yeah. That's I was going to put Chemist on here, but okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was our first show. Well, like, I hit up, I hit up Schaefer for Chemist. He's like, oh, well, Chemist is kind of on the back burner because of a thousand reasons. Yeah. But uh, I have another band. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, what is it? It's, it's all that is flesh. Like, we have shit out, but we're putting shit out on, like, okay. Yeah. We, ha- we didn't have anything out at the time. I don't think we had even recorded like we have any type of pre-pro. Half of the songs, well, granted, the songs that we were playing live at that time were two of them were six minutes, and then one of them was 12 minutes long. Hey, man, so we got a 30-minute set, so here's three songs. Exactly. That's exactly what we did. And we did that for almost a year. Yeah, sounds about before right. Sounds be- exhausting. Yeah. So but that's... <laughs> Schaefer and the boys for you. Yeah. Like, that's prog metal. Well, the reason that 12-minute song happened is because Frank wrote three songs in one guitar profile, and Schaefer didn't know that they were three separate songs, so he literally went and combined all three songs into being one song. Okay. So that's why it's 12 minutes. <laughs> so it's three technical songs, but all the same song at the same time. Yeah, I think I think some of it was meant to be like an interlude into like a, a separate song, but he ended up rewriting it to the fact to like sound like everything else. Oh, well that makes sense then. Yeah, and I th- I think that's only happened once. I don't think we've ever had to deal with that again. Did uh, the song is Luck on the EP? Oh yeah, it was uh, washed away. Okay. Yeah. So it's on the first EP. It's on the first EP. Um, Which you can buy at Bandcamp. Yeah, it's on Bandcamp. You can stream it. Um, out of all the songs that we wrote. For that first EP, that's probably the one I'm most All proud three. of. Yeah. <laughs> or five, well, however you look at it. Yeah. Sunder was probably is probably my favorite. Did you write Sunder forever ago? No. Well, oh yeah. Schaefer Schaefer wrote the instrumental in like two thousand. Um he he just got kicked out of a tragedy at hand when he wrote it. Oh. Yeah, he was in tragedy with Josh for a hot minute. Yeah. And Nate. So our drummer and Schaefer, from yeah Schaefer, dirty chemist, yeah, all this flesh was in tragedy. Yeah, got kicked so out. So is Angel. Got put back in. Yeah. To play a few shows because mm-hmm. that happens. How how long ago was this? Uh, Schaefer Schaefer had been playing them since the very beginning. Uh, I well, I remember. I, I get, did he get replaced by Richie? No, nah, Josh got replaced by Josh Richie. Josh got replaced by Richie, and then Richie quit and magically. He, yeah. On a show, he didn't he didn't show it. up for his last show. <laughs> so what would have been his last show? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like Dallas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to not spill their business, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Schaefer, Angel, and Josh were is all. That, is that ranch? Sarancha. 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 We're all in a tragedy hand at one point. It spilled his word, but okay, it tastes good. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh joined a tragedy hand in 2012. Um, from Houston to Dallas. Yeah, I came from Houston to Dallas to play. And uh, Schaefer was, you know, when they were called low battery in high school. So, yeah, fuck, he was with them forever. And then something happened, and then they got mm-hmm. kicked out. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So our, our buddy, it, when they got kicked out, it was uh, our buddy Nick and Schaefer and Josh. And then... It was literally just Nathan and DJ at that point. And then they found other members. I gotcha. Yeah. Good dudes. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened, but 
whatever. Yeah, I've, reached out to, I've reached out to them to be on the podcast, but I think they're busy um, recording their new song or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I. I <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. They're, yeah. No clue. Don't, Basically. Don't know. Don't care. If they don't want to respond if to me, they that's respond, you get them in, talk bullshit, whatever. Yeah. I mean. It's, it's no hate on anybody. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that's been said on this podcast is not meant out of hate or uh, like, I, I mean, not even just YouTube, but yeah. like all. I think I'll tell you if I fucking hate you. Don't I think we're wrong. on episode 10 now. Yeah. Um, hey, 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 hey. So like everything that I've said has not been a hate thing. It's just like it's we're telling stories. We're just talking. You just kind of like, uh, you know, talking about what's going on. And we want to be as accurate as possible. Like no, none of this shit is bull. Yeah. You know, it's not none of his lies or anything like that. Yeah. No, I mean, like going back to last episode, we we discussed a whole bunch of bullshit, and I left names out to be cordial, courteous, not the asshole that I am. Like you know, it ain't your business who did what, who fucked up where. You know, it's yeah, and it's like if if whoever's listening knows who it is, mm-hmm. then it's like whatever, you know. And if they want to choose to take some kind of offense to it even though it wasn't meant in that matter because a lot of people nowadays are like oh don't even talk about me you yeah. know it's like the talk you know, about that me, was, please. that was still like a pivotal you know if someone has something to talk about to you if they have the right um like standpoint behind it like if that was still like a pivotal moment of their life so they have every right to talk about it unless they're like blatantly talking shit about somebody yeah you know Mm-hmm. Like if you have nothing to stand on, you're just like fuck this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Well, like even yeah. this podcast, like I, don't like I can get shoes. sued. Yeah. I can get sued if I say certain things. Oh yeah, because um, de- defamation. Yeah, defamation. Yeah. Defamation. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you fuck me over, I'm probably gonna say something about it. But I'm not like I'm not going out of my way just to make you sound like a shit bag. Yeah. I'll just tell the story. You know, I'll, t- right. I'll tell what happened. You know, like I, I talk about Kyle quite a bit because Kyle fucked me over pretty well, but that's that's shit that really happened. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm not tainting his character. This is who he is. You know, <laughs> you know that that's why I don't uh, I don't say anything about really third string. Like I've I've dealt with things that went good and went bad and whatnot. And yeah, there there you both. There are good good and bad things about them. And you know I'll I'll keep that to a, a minimum. But if if they had yeah. done something to me, I would have I would have said something. Yeah. But they didn't do anything to me to where I feel like I need to to yeah. to burn that and bridge like any further. That's half of the matter of why I went on uh, Ethan's podcast. Yeah. To begin with, because he, you know, Ethan was like, "Oh, you have something, you know, juicy to talk about. Let you know, come on, let's yeah. talk about it." He's bad as a girl. And he's like, "I want to know." Oh yeah. And I mean, dis- dispositions. Has Ethan gotten- is a girl. <laughs> Has gotten into their fair share of uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and, but and that resolved itself because he's on crack and went to rehab. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, and which by resolved himself. I mean, he's on crack and went to rehab. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll 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 spill a little bit of that uh, right quick, just to give anybody <laughs> that that hasn't heard uh, about that or or doesn't follow the Mass Hate podcast with Ethan Massey and uh, Taylor Gundersen. Um, um, which is also a, a, a very good local podcast here in, in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area. Um, basically, Ethan and, and Taylor play for a band called Dispositions. And, used to be uh, Soundings. What? Used to be Soundings. It's not the same fucking band. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Taylor and Ethan from Soundings, who are now in Dispositions. 
Okay, fine. Yeah, that's true. Used to sort of be soundings. Used to sort. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they they this were really uh, is a completely different band at this point. Yeah. Uh, they were approached by a uh, uh, a management company or a uh, a, a booking, booking agent agency with quotation marks. Um, named A to B, and yeah, I will say who the fucking booking agent <laughs> is because I don't give a fuck if they hate me. Yeah. Um, I don't think what are they gonna, gonna do? Not book I, the band? I don't. I think after this, honestly, I don't I don't think it's going to be a, a thing anymore. Well, we got two people watching us, so if they really want to pay attention and say something, you can tell yeah. A to B. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, they, they, maybe the people that like are affiliated with him might go and start their own thing, considering they have the knowledge to do this stuff now. Is he affiliated with anybody? I mean, he has a team of people. A they, team. 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 But... I mean, who probably at this point have jumped ship because he oh yeah, most likely. But all the bullshit that af- happened after this, I'd really be surprised if anybody ever contacted him again. Yeah. So, any- anyways, this this booking agent reached out to Dispositions Frank about Ortiz. about a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a, he probably doesn't have access to Facebook, so it don't matter. About uh, um, being their booking agent, uh, they they signed with him. I'm not sure if there was money that exchanged hands on it. Apparently uh, as, no. As far as them hiring him, yeah, that was the, the actual issue. But um, what the issue was was they would they would book a tour or book shows with him, and he would one not show up for for that. Which if it's a big enough agent, that makes sense. But he was like he he represents like local bands. You would think he would show up to the local yeah, shows. Yeah, they they hadn't even actually played a show with him up until the point of and, and that's doing the we tour. We were touching the topic that's where I was mind you, about showing up and not showing up. Okay. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I have something to say about that, but it's irrelevant to the situation. Yeah, so yeah, far. yeah. No, you're fine. Hey, look, I showed up for this podcast this time, all right? Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, you're, you're off my shit list, but you didn't bring me a souvenir, you motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Um, so I they, like stuff. They they hired they hired this booking agent Drinking to you. to to book them a, a a tour throughout Texas, and uh, s- something happened where they weren't getting information. What, what's up? Two things happened. Okay, they played out of town, like out of state to Mexico, to New Mexico, mm-hmm. and Ethan's SUV fucking broke. Right, like legit fucking broke down. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Louisiana. Whatever. Yeah, Louisiana, not Texas. Yeah, either way, not Texas. So the fucking SUV broke down. He couldn't do shit about it. It's they played the show. Bless you. Thank you. The show got played on the way back. The shit broke down. So they're kind of fucked mm-hmm. money-wise and shit. And A to B had a tour booked for like a few weeks out at that point. Yeah. And after they got home and did the damage report and all that bullshit, like, okay, well, there's no way in hell that we can feasibly do this tour without yeah. fucking losing our ass. Getting another vehicle, all this stuff. So... What what it came down to was, um, they were saying, "Hey, we need to be guaranteed a specific amount. That way, we can pay a for whatever vehicle we're having to rent, and b so we can, you know, at least pay for gas and stuff like that." But they could never get an actual confirmation on any of the stuff. And when he would try to confirm with them about stuff, he would be sending them voice messages, so nothing would be like written in stone. So they couldn't like pin the guy on something to like officially guarantee that they were going to get any kind of money out of it. Right. Which I mean I'm uh, my band isn't huge. I mean, we we don't have as many likes. You don't say. <laughs> we don't have as many likes as dispositions, you know. 
on Facebook. But likes don't mean shit on Facebook. Oh, of course. Anymore. You know, it, it, it might not matter. But um, I mean, to me, you know, the, the numbers that matter are the ones that you coming up to my show. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I'm not putting words in Ethan's mouth at this point. No, no, no. Because, you know, we talked about the subject. We, he he said that their main income comes from their merch, the, the stuff that people buy at their shows. So, that's, they, pr- that's pretty common for the guaran- everybody. Yeah, the guarantee of them getting paid wasn't like them being selfish, that they were, like, asking for a specific amount of money to be paid as a local band on a on a mini tour through Texas. No, but at that point they're not getting the money for that fact. Mm-hmm. Um They were they were getting paid to to introduce themselves to to local markets that weren't yeah. theirs. So they were reaching out and and I've done this as a, you know, just a single band. Yeah. I've reached out and said, "Hey, we don't have a following in your area. We're trying to build out. Yeah. We're wanting to come to your area. Would you accept us? We need at least this much. And that's how I'd word it. We yeah. need at least this much to come out there and play for you. And we'll give you everything we've got yeah. for that amount of time. Here's all of our stuff. Here's all of our uh, you know, our songs and stuff like that. You can promote the shit out of this. You can put us on in the middle of your show. We don't need to headline. We're not that big a deal. We don't yeah. give a fuck. But I would reach out like that. And there, there's a lot of people that would say, no, you know, yeah. we're, we're not interested. Wait until you got a bigger following in our area. Yeah. And then there's some guys that are less, that are just like, you know what? We'll take a chance on you. You know, we, we, we got a big enough show that we can throw you in yeah. here and we, we can cut you some gas money and or something like that's, that. That's, you know, funny full circle. And we didn't even pay. F- we didn't even ask for any con- compensation or anything like that. We, we ended up getting on the November 16th date for the analog tour. That we're playing, yeah, with Stellar Circus and Forrester Baron uh, on November first, and uh, Come and Take It Productions in Austin is the one that's putting it on. And I got in touch with the main Booker, and I was like, "Hey, we're playing, we're, we're playing with, you know, on this date, you know, we're trying to, you know, reach out more into, you know, different uh, locations and stuff like that." And I mean, he was like, "I'd never heard of you, you know, blah blah blah." You sound good. I mean, I'll take a chance and put you on. I was like, all right, sweet. You know, uh, like nobody has to do that. No, absolutely you know? not. But that's stuff that you work out beforehand. Yeah. You you know that going into these, into these shows, into these uh, uh, situations where it's not like you showed up and you're expecting a guarantee. Yeah. It's it's a predetermined thing whenever you book these kind of deals. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's up? I mean, I'll work a band to deal as much as I can, you know. Hey, we're coming through. We just need 50 bucks for gas. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'll do what I can on the back end to get you some food or something at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're probably fucking starving. Right. Yeah. But, oh, hey, yeah, so you don't know the fuck I am. We're not fucking signed. It's going to be me and three other bands. Mm-hmm. And we want to play. That's that's great. Can you fuck off? <laughs> like, nothing against you or anybody, but, like, you're you're asking for too much. Asking for the world. Yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. come in and ask for the world. Uh, um, I had I had a, a band hit me up talking about it's gonna be me and two others or me and three others. I'm like, um, who are you signed with? Right. Is, is it some like oh no we're not even signed. Like it, it's ballsy to do that in the first place because you really don't want to be touring in an area that isn't requesting you. Uh, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to, but it's and there's so many opportunities for people. Well, not opportunities, but there's there's so many different programs and stuff that you can look into that you can get those analytics to know where your audience is. 
Yeah. You know, it's specifically, you know, there's you know Spotify for artists, there's iTunes for artists and stuff like that where you can see where people are listening to their music, you know? And it's like you can really capitalize on that market. And it's, it's more helpful now. Like s- stuff like that didn't exist, right. you know, X amount of years ago. So I mean, yeah, but that's that's how you get those bands that like they went broke in their first year because they were they just jumped on road. Oh yeah, and they they played every open garage that's, that they could get yeah, into. Yeah, that's that's why these and they get, wonder why things didn't pop yeah. off for them like fucking Green Day. It's like well, that's why these internet bands are so terribly. huge. You know, like take it like Intervals for example. They right. were just really you know Aaron was just it releasing really music. Just Aaron at this point, yeah, it, with a hired band behind him, yeah, because he can. It, he was just releasing music online. He wasn't playing shows or anything like that. And it just got to the point where people were requesting that he played shows. And he was like, all right, I guess I should play a show. Right. There's um, Cloud Kicker. Yeah. It's a one-man project. Yeah. It did the Tetrack tour with Intronaut. Mm-hmm. So it was Tetrack to Intronaut, Cloud Kicker. And he's like, hey, so I'm going to do this tour, but obviously it's just me. Mm-hmm. And he talked to Intronaut, like, yeah, we'll fucking play with you. Yeah. Like, you'll cut us some kind of a deal to be basically hard musicians. We'll fucking play with you. Yeah. I'm like fucking mad props to you because it's not like anybody has the balls to say I'm the fucking one man band. Yeah, <laughs> but I need a band behind me to play the show because it right. would look fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's been a lot of projects. And it only I'm makes sense. Uh-huh. I mean, fucking Sky Eats Airplane. We we mentioned them before. They yeah. did that shit where it was it was two dudes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they they could have played with a full band. Eventually, it did become a full yeah. band. But when it was when it was just off and jumping, it was uh, Parker Bracken and uh, and Lee Duck and mm-hmm. Lee programmed. As far as I understand, Lee yeah. programmed everything, and then Parker just did vocals and maybe a little bit of programming as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was ju- it was just the two of them, and they they would get up on stage and they would do it as as their as the two piece. There are yeah. bands that do that. It looks really goofy yeah. uh, for <laughs> a long time until you kind of get behind them and go, yeah. okay, this is just what they fucking do. Yeah, you know. But uh, there there are bands that are out there that do it. You know, watching uh, uh I watch. Uh, I built the sky. I think it is. Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the dude from Australia that is just like the one man band. Uh, same with uh, like Angel Vivaldi for a long time. Oh yeah, it was just like one dude composing, writing everything. And like, then um, um, what what was that one band that broke up? Uh, Slice of Cake. They <laughs> they are just an internet band. Yeah. They were never anything else. Verb the noun. Yeah, verb the noun. I think that's literally what their band was making fun of. But um, they lived, it was three people and they all lived in different countries. Right. And they were just making music. But they had this, you I know. I think that was what Lunaform was originally. Yeah. With uh, with uh, Justin and, and Jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's I, I think it, I think point. it was always supposed to be that. And then Justin decided to move to Jersey for his, his mental health. And yeah. It happened that they could actually do it live. I mean, there's tons of them, like Infinite Annihilator. They're all that's just an online band. Yeah, they don't Alter really. Punisher. Yeah, then uh, Pro like Job. I feel, I feel <laughs> stuff like that. No. I feel like yeah. we spend all day just naming off bands. That, oh yeah, that do this stuff. And it, I think people that can capitalize on that and like make it through there, it's like that is your best bet, like right. today. Like these bands that are well established now, um, that have been around for a while, take like between the buried and me and stuff like that. It's like they had to make a name for themselves, like physically, mm-hmm. you know, in person. 
where there's these bands now that are just like uploading music to YouTube or it's a YouTuber that has a music project or mm-hmm. so, you know, something like that. Um, I feel like, I feel like what, it's like, you Poppy don't is, isn't it? Uh, what? Poppy actually plays shows. But it, it, she's she's a YouTuber. That oh yeah, she like was a YouTuber. Want, wanted to do music and too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is now able to capitalize on that yeah. because yeah. people actually give mm-hmm. a fuck. Yeah, and that's how that that sleep token ban was. Mm-hmm. I I think people it just got to the point where they're like, we have to see this music live. Please play shows. Yeah. And it, they were like, oh shit, we were supposed to be anonymous. Like we weren't supposed to be like an actual bro job thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's bro job for sure. Bro job. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Oh hey, we we exist, but we don't exist. You don't know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can play. There some were there now. there there have been so many bands that have capitalized on it so well, but they make the h- biggest mistakes. Like Ghost Bath. I don't oh, know if I you ever remember that. Band. Great band. Like really good concept. But they had this thing where they tried to trick everybody into thinking that they were Chinese oh. and like from another country and all this stuff and like turns out they were from North Dakota. <laughs> like they, they they tricked a Chinese metal label into signing them <laughs> and like all this stuff so that so that they could pull off their persona that they didn't live in. In the U.S. That's weird. And I think people just slowly caught on because they were ordering stuff for Bandcamp and it wasn't coming from an address in China and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) For all we know, their distribution could be North Dakota. Yeah, at that point, it it very well could have been. But then, you know, ultimately, the where they fucked up is they released a music video and you saw their faces. Yeah. Uh, It was like you really could have run with, and it was. they were getting so much free publicity because they were like, there were so many publications that were, that were posting about them. You know, Metal yeah. Sucks, Metal Injection, all those people. They did m- a multitude of interviews where they were talking to someone who was anonymous. They yeah. didn't give their name or anything like that. They were just giving answers to these questions. Yeah. But then they released a music video that showed who they were, and it was just like, Ugh. you know. And Ruined. I th- yeah. It's some bands can still pull it off. Sleep Token still can't pull it off. I don't know if it's it's as widely known uh, to most people. Um, there was a point where they uploaded one of their new songs, and it was you know how like when um, you do something through a, a distribution company, it gets uploaded to YouTube on like a like a stock uh, profile page. Well, they kept the attributes up on the page, and it said who wrote and produced everything. And like identities were out at that point. I got you. And it's just like, damn. And I, I don't think death machine. Yeah, I don't think it was like <laughs> like that widely known that like that happened. Yeah. And I don't I don't think it's really gotten out because nobody really seems to talk about it. But um, I w- I remember going on their Reddit at the time and everyone was like, please just shut the fuck up. Like it's actually Preston. We're not. <laughs> Did I fucking wish? If you if you haven't heard Sleep Token, oh my god, I haven't heard. It is so good. Think like Bony Bear, but metal. If you've ever heard Boney Bear. Nope. I have Great. <laughs> well, go listen to Boney Bear. <laughs> <laughs> listen Do Boney this Bear. first. <laughs> Next step. They just put out, they actually just recently put out an album. But um yeah, the thing that, that Sleep Token's doing is like they're they've been releasing a new song every two weeks since September. And it's gonna I think the last song comes out like November or something. And it's just like you're not giving someone a full album up front. You're just like constantly keeping someone um, on the leash. On the leash to like keep coming back right. to, to see on. your content. 
Yeah, and they, they're doing a tour. They're touring with uh, issues uh, for the first time in America. Um, they're, f- I think they're from the UK, um, but some people can really pull it off. But then they mm-hmm. lose touch, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should just like reveal who we are." I don't know. That's like the whole. That's like your whole thing. That was the whole concept. You wanted to just stay anonymous because yeah. you just wanted people to pay attention to the music. Right. Yeah. So why don't you just stick with it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe it's just the fear of like people finding out anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, but just keep keep it going until. It at does. least keep playing along. Yeah. You know? Just keep it going. That's what you started with. You should just keep on doing it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. People are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Torch, you said you wanted to... Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, originally, that's what I wanted all of this flesh to be, because they had been in m- a multitude of bands before, right. where I was like, let's just make music. And, like, playing shows and stuff like that, like, weren't even on the table at first. I was like, let's just make music for the sake of making music. And then it got to the point where, like, all right, maybe we should play a show. <laughs> yeah, and, I, know, try, I tried to do uh, – I didn't want us to be anonymous, but I wanted us to be – I wanted people not to focus on who the, the people were. Yeah. So when we when we knew we were going to play shows, um, I, I wrote our light shows so that they would silhouette. The yeah. people. And you could kind of catch a glimpse of who, who mm-hmm. was who, but it wasn't like it was spotlights on everybody's faces like yeah. like what you you see a lot of bands do. They're just like they stand in the spotlight and yeah. they just gaze in it. Um I tried to do lights from behind us. So yeah. every everything would kind of give you a shadow. You could kind of catch glimpses of it, but it wasn't re- really focused. Yeah. I would and then we would get guys in the band that were just like they were butt hurt because they didn't <laughs> get their you know, chance in the spotlight. Like, that's so Literally. dumb. Yeah. That's so, so dumb. I don't... If your main intention for wanting to make music or any kind of you feel artistic... No. Oh, okay. <laughs> any type of artistic profession, if your sole purpose of doing this thing is to get famous, this is... I want to be it's, famous. It's not, it's not for you, dog. Like... Arr, arr. like yeah, it's got to be for the love of it. Yeah. It's like you have to like what you want, like what what you're making ultimately. But in the same vein, like if you're there and you're like, I can't wait to be famous. I I need people to know who I am. Yeah. It's like you're you have a complex. Yeah. Man, I, I, I feel like the moment that you start recognizing that you're doing well, you've you've basically lost it because because there, there's there's so many bands that are out there that are that are doing it really well and they just get like this head about them. Yeah. I can't uh, stand those bands, honestly. Oh, uh, I can't. I, I I hate that you're like this now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, and it's it's hard because like you you want them to get success. Yeah. Like I I'm I'm so stoked for for the bands that that come back. You know that were dead. Like uh uh, uh Patterson's band um mm-hmm. uh, and Hell Follows With. You know yeah. they're, they're about to go on tour. I'm so stoked that they came back because I was I was telling her the other day. I was a fan of them ten years ago when uh, yeah. when they they released think their about last that. album. Ten years and I, ago, and I think that's something that he touched on. So where he, I think, when he was talking to Ethan on his podcast, he was saying that something about their band has just like continuously kept you know their fans you know interested mm-hmm. with well, like the sound that they had. Well, they they had the people that. And I, I don't know what he knows. You know, yeah, I, I didn't even listen to that podcast yet, but. Um, me either, because it's Patterson. 
Um, for me, it it dropped off at a point where I was like, I want more. Yeah, and I didn't get it. And then they came back with something where, you know, I I like Patterson's voice. Yeah. I like what Patterson can do, and I like the the single that they put out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to support it. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to give them my attention. But fuck if. If Periphery dropped off tomorrow yeah. and came back in another 10 years, I feel like I would have the same thing. I like Periphery, oh, yeah. but Issues, I didn't. I don't like Issues. I haven't liked yeah. anything that they've done for five years or so. Mm-hmm. If they dropped off and came back, I'd be like, fuck it, it's Issues. I don't give a shit. Yeah, there, there's a multitude of bands where it's just like, they're kind of just in it for the now. You know, it's... Uh, Maybe just more so it's just like the genre or something that they're tapping into is very just like flavor of the month. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas like some bands kind of like, and I mean, it's it's subjective to everybody. But, you know, with music that like periphery writes and stuff like that, it's it, it seems very timeless. Like it's something that I can Part see. Part of my it does. But I, I'll, I'll tell you about it. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll let you finish here in just a second. But I want to put this in there. Okay? Yeah. Spencer's voice annoys the piss out of me. <laughs> and if he went away, I would probably like him a lot yeah. more. Well, just listen to Haunted Chores. It's just it's periphery without without any vocals. It's just Mark, isn't it? Oh. No, it's it's Mark and Misha. Mark and Misha? Okay. So I, I, did you hear the single they they did one of the songs off the EP that they put out and Devin Townsend did vocals on it. No, I haven't heard Ooh, it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll check that out. So good. But um Th- that same that same thing that we're we're talking about though, if if uh, Spencer went away, Spencer the vocalist, if Spencer yeah. went away, uh, I would probably like them a lot better. But also, if Misha's attitude, like I can't tell if he's actually being serious or if he's really this full of himself at this point. I think yeah. I go with the latter. I think it's he's trolling everybody. I think so. I I went to one of his guitar clinics and uh-huh. he seemed like a very very genuine person. And I want to give him that credit. Yeah, like I really do. But the persona that he comes off of, like, oh this, yeah, he's very cocky. Like this Facebook dweeb that like <laughs> is sitting behind his keyboard. I'm like, God damn it, Misha! I yeah. hate you so oh, much. Right now, we have now. to have all day jobs and shit. I'm like, well, fuck off then. Yeah. Yeah, I we we can't afford anything, so we had to go. You know, we had to uh, split up our money between. Uh, five different endorsements or something like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's driving a uh a, a, a Lamborghini. Like, shut the fuck well, up. I, I don't. Well, he he has a multitude of things that he's in. I anyway. know he does. Mm-hmm. I know he does. And that's that's what angers me. It's like, just admit that you're doing really fucking well for yourself. Doing yeah, really fucking well. The whole for band yourself. seems I mean, to be doing really yeah. fucking well. Everybody has their own thing. I mean, Nolly's not in the band, but he's in the band. You know, he's still technically, you know helps them write and record bass and stuff like that of course yeah. he just doesn't tour with them and i mean they capitalized on doing um like good, good drums and stuff like that that's all mark or matt's uh you know sampled drum sounds and stuff like that so it's like they're able to do stuff like that and of like course, yeah. continue and like necessarily and i mean the thing that's probably the best for them is people that are buying those packs that have no fucking clue who periphery is yeah. And that's really where they're doing well. You know, it, it it's like someone that, you know, for example, like uh, the H3 podcast, they have their own clothing line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing that they said that they're most excited about is when people that don't know who they are go and buy their stuff. Yeah. And that's that's probably where they're making the most 
money, maybe? maybe. I, I there well, you you would hope that people that don't know would buy your stuff because yeah. then you know that you're actually putting out good stuff. Mm-hmm. If if people just bought with teeth shit because they know who you were. It's because they know who the fuck we are. They're not <laughs> listening because they would know that it's garbage. You know? <laughs> God. I mean, Torch he's, knows. He's I, listened I to it for a while. I, have my phone. <laughs> I think I do at least. I had it on my phone. No, the people that actually listen to it, you know, are real fucking fans. Because yeah. they've dealt with the ups and downs and yeah. shit of it. But, you know, n- whenever I, ha- I, I still have people that message me all the time like, hey, we just heard your music. Would you guys like to be on so and so show? It's like, you're looking at my following, man. You know, for a fucking fact that we're not around, <laughs> you know, or or, yeah. or or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Next time say yes, I'll just, I'll just fucking join you. <laughs> you're going to jump on stage with me? <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck it. I'll be the hype man and shit. That'd be pretty funny. I will bring a laptop with all your shit and sit playing like what? <laughs> Got right. my DJ torch. Yeah, oh, playing yeah, the backing yeah. tracks. I'll, I'll use his equipment too. All right, so dude, I've got so much equipment. I, I've been well, selling my DJ shit off. Shit. Oh, oh yeah, I do have DJ stuff. Forgot about that. I haven't actually <laughs> DJed in like four years. Oh, it was Ryan. That's who I was talking yeah. about. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan has. Ryan DJ Delzell of, of Third and Delaware was talking to me about uh, being a DJ, and I was like, Oh, yeah. that's that's cool. I don't I don't follow DJs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't keep up with that shit. I'll, 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 talk, <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk more about that in a, in a little bit. So, what what was it you were wanting to say? You had two things that you wanted to bring up that you were you were wanting to really dig into, as uh, um, as as Preston goes and takes a tinkle. Hey, tinkle don't fall tinkle. in. The light switch is on the left. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll find it. Being at your own show. What? Being at your own show. Okay. As a promoter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I have two shows on the same day. I'm going to be at both to some extent, but I have a staff that will be there on my behalf at the same time. And if you have a question, obviously, hit me up. Yeah, you got a point of contact. Yeah. Okay. But I've worked with Kevin Dunlap for countless shows where he's like, yo, look, I got a fucking kid and a wife, and it makes no sense for me to be at the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Can I just pay you? He's like, of course you can. And he's made it a point to say, hey, anybody at the show, please contact Torch for any and all information. He is basically me. He's going to pay you. Right. Questions, fuck off. Right. <laughs> Basically, like, if you have questions, ask Torch, but it's already fuck off either way. Preston, so I'm, I'm a very much... Come through Narnia. The whole trip. I'm trying to show restraint, but I'm literally going to eat all of this pizza. I mean, me and you both. Like, as far as, Come like, through Narnia. She, she accidentally bought the smaller size pizza. We normally yeah. get the 18-inch, and this is the 14-inch. I'm like, that still seems like a lot. Damn it, it's not enough pizza, because I know I'm going to eat so much fucking pizza. <laughs> but, like, I, right. don't, I don't know. Like, with the Frankie situation, like, he's all, you know, I'm not going to be at these shows. Like, well, Who's Frank, that? Frankie, A to B. Oh, okay, A to B. Yeah, just, like, the whole bullshit of it. I'm like, well, you, you done fucked up, boy. Yeah. Well, like, he's not the promoter. He's the booking agent. Well, he has a promoter <sighs> at the same time. I mean... Person's like, please opinion. say it. I think technically he was the promoter, but because there wasn't anybody else putting on that the show that Mona Borland played, yeah. that was the kickoff tour for or show for the Leader of the Legend tour. At some point, I'm going to have a very small segment, and it's going to be Preston's opinion, <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, "Hey, you got to send me a couple." Yeah, things. when you when you can. When you can uh, figure out like video calling yeah, and stuff, for here, sure. Just call call yeah. in, off t- out of yeah. context. Just be like, "Hey, what do you think about this thing?" Yeah, <laughs> just like we'll be. I'm gonna in call the you when you're at office trivia night. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, 
<laughs> yes, we'll just like be in the like a random podcast and we'll be talking to somebody. They'll say something and be like, "Hold on." You know for who a would second. have a good opinion about this? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Preston, what hey, is Preston, your opinion? What are you doing? <laughs> right? What is your opinion? Yeah. Hey, that'd I be pretty know. great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, he was the promoter for that show. He billed it as an A to B booking show. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And, and then nobody got paid. Yeah, nobody got paid. And then the tour that Leader of the Legend on, was on, I think even talked about it in the podcast we were on. So hopefully I'm not saying something that isn't public. Um, At this point, I think it's all public. Probably. I haven't seen Leader of the Legend talk about it. So uh, they won't. They're, that tour didn't exist. Mm. There was no tour. None of those show dates were confirmed. Well, that was the whole that was the whole thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they they got all the way to California. Yeah. Nothing. To the venue, mm-hmm. they said, "You aren't playing a show here." <laughs> like, who are you? They drove all the way back to Texas. New and phone. Didn't, didn't who say is? anything about it. Yeah. And that that sucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's absolute shit, though. Yeah, like I can't ever see you going through that. But then again, I don't see us doing any type of touring until someone was like hey we want to put you on something that's like with someone of a certain caliber yeah. i don't ever see my band doing some kind of like solo texas tour or something like that and i know it like helps you you know get into different markets and stuff like that mm-hmm. but with seeing the, the way that things are now it's like i can easily promote myself in a different place yeah. i just i I have a hard time understanding bands that don't take any kind of initiative yeah. in, in confirming things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great having a booking agent, yeah. but not having a contact at the venue and double-checking, hey, we're, we're coming in at this time. This is yeah. our, you know, we're leaving today. We're going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, wanted to confirm who our point person is, you know, what the Wi-Fi password is, whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know, all, all, that, all that shit. Like, the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. Because... <laughs> I, I mean, to some degree, things fall apart. You know, you, you want to have yeah. a sec a second person that you can reach out to. Yeah, it's like not bands. only should there have been a booking. Fucking point the mic at yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like legit bands. Um, take it from me. I've been in the scene for fucking thirteen Tor- years. Torch is talking like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 we got to share a mic now. Preston's yeah. like, I'll help you out, bud. Yeah. <laughs> no um, worry. I've been doing this for thirteen years. Come December, it, so yeah. I've I've seen the vast majority of the bullshit. If you're with teeth on a fucking tour, we're not. I know, but if you are, if you're a <laughs> band with <laughs> teeth, all that is flesh, whomever. Oops. You have who's, a who's got higher booking? All that is flesh. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> we have more Facebook followers. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> they're actually playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it varies by night. It's a, it's a switch off for you. <laughs> I think we're like close to 600. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah. Do you have any more Coke? Um, in the fridge, maybe? <laughs> I have a little no, bit. No, but... I didn't drink out of the can. I just poured it straight into it. No, he um, peed in it. Yeah. That's why he went in there. You agent or you're hiring an agency to do your shit for you because... That's an absolute example. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're, Preston you're, ruined me. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like, you're trying you out the picking agency. Whether, you know, whoever the fuck it is. You know, it's going to be... Uh, we're going to do a, a short run with you. Seven days. We'll pay you for it. Okay, cool. So you pay them. They do their job. They send you a lot of information. Hey, we booked it for you. Here's your contact for each fucking venue, each fucking day. It is now your job as the band dude or the band dudes 
Yeah, you, to yeah, you act as TM if you don't yeah. have a TM. Yeah. If you have a TM, great. Have him do his job. But yeah, if, if exactly. It's, if it's you, the vocalist, a lot of it could hey. have been avoided if they did these things. <laughs> that's, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing that I don't understand. And and knowing knowing the lead of the legend and knowing dispositions and stuff like that, that's one of those things that I I always call into question. It's like you guys are smart enough. Well, I think that this you caught on fucking quick about the whole fucking bullshit situation. Yeah, because they, they didn't drop off until they saw the whole thing happen at the leader of the legend show. Okay, because they were so, they so were I, supposed I to. Go I don't know tour. how deep it goes or what yeah. what kicked it off. Yeah, it's stupidly deep. Mm-hmm. It's stupidly deep. They had heard like some things, so they were just like, okay, maybe we should like really get this in writing from this dude. Yeah. But then they didn't actually drop off the tour until after no one got paid for there that. There was rumblings. And then the van broke down, which yeah. was a, a factor. Un- unavoidable. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, okay, well, we can't really do this, but we're going to make it happen, you know, and we'll fucking bite the bullet, whatever. But, yeah, like, legit fans, get a fucking team if you don't have one. And if you don't want one, have your vocalist, the main man, the, the focal point of the band. They got, I'm going to see a shit ton more than anybody else. Yeah. Be like, hey, my name is Jonathan. I'm with Wits Heath. We're supposed to play your venue in two weeks. I just want to confirm all this information with you. Right. Yeah. Should have uh, just done damage control. Are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, well, obviously, there's been some kind of miscommunication here. Your name is who from what now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have you playing. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> my name is Jonathan from With Teeth. We're playing your venue on this day in like two weeks-ish. Right. Just wanted to confirm all uh, Who are you? At that point, you should definitely see that there's something fishy going on. Not... Hey, let's go on the tour. And make yeah, let's let's considerably let's thinking hop in the car. Let's hop in the car, or let's hop in the van. Let's all take time off of work. Let's drive across the fucking country, yeah, to California. From to then we're, find we're out. all we're all in Texas, yeah. so let's drive across the fucking country 14, to fifteen plus hours to California, and hope that we've got some place to stop at. Yeah, you know we've done all the you know if we're getting hotels, we've already booked our hotels. Uh, we've already made our our stop reservations, whatever. Right. But nobody called the venue. Nobody looked to yeah. see if there was any type of promotion for a tour. Nobody did anything from the lead of the legend camp. Right. You know. Well, they did. Well, yeah. From no matter who the fuck you book with, it is your job as the band. If you don't have they're, a fucking tour manager, yeah, they're they're not big enough to where they should feel like they can. Just rely on good faith. There should be yeah. lots of things that they, have, they could yeah. point at. Because now go, it's like, what did you learn? <laughs> I yeah, when, with when 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 with teeth was getting going, we we kind of fell into that same thing. We hired a, a dude that I think works with uh with Nick Womack now. His name is Michael Hightower. Yeah, uh, I think he quit. I think. Yeah. I hope he did. Yeah. I, I ho- I'm pretty sure I he hope, had I hope he never has a thing to do with music again. Yeah, he, um, he stopped doing stuff. We He's burned so many bands that I've met Yeah, that uh, just saying the name Michael Hightower, you both knew it already. Yeah. We've yeah. never he talked doing, about like, this Hightower before. Hightower management and then a lot of bullshit came in the fucking pipe. So he, he was, at the time that I met him, he was with a company called uh, Royal Blood Agency out of Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, sure. So the the <laughs> agency was legit. Yeah. And he was legit with them. Mm-hmm. But they did not cross check him. They did not do any type of like 
background checking or seeing like what he did or what he was working on or anything yeah. like that. They just said he works with us. He's cool to go. It's like an agency like yeah. like you work with, not ever verifying that you're actually getting your work to your yeah. clients. It's like, do you know what this guy's actually a graphic designer? <laughs> you know? So he was he was booking shows and booking tours and then just pocketing money and not doing anything. Oof. So kind of like what A to B did. Right. Well, we hired him to to book uh, a tour for us. And he cut us some ridiculous deal, and we were early on, so we took yeah. it. Um, we we you know everything looked good until I started verifying dates. Yeah, you know I started checking in with him. He wasn't responding, and then I knew I found out what the dates were later on. And I started calling the venues and saying, "Hey, just wanted to make sure that everything's good." I w- I would go through on my Facebook and I would like all the the events that were were posted and then i would comment in the group so they knew hey we're we're actually around we're doing stuff you know we're yeah. we're trying to be present with with you guys and and get involved and i would see that stuff wasn't going on and mm-hmm. so uh what ended up was he he pocketed our money he never did any real work for us and just bullshitted us the whole time until we were supposed to leave yeah and uh i i verified all of that stuff and and i reached out to royal blood and i ended up getting uh, another promoter that worked for the agency, uh-huh. and she said that they had heard from a couple other bands, and that uh, uh, th- she gave me the owner of the agency's number, and I reached out to him, and I mm. told him what was going on. He said, I'm so sorry. You know, we're willing to give you another booking agent. I was like, I kind of just want my money back at that point, but yeah. they, they talked me into another agent. Yeah. And so I, I went with the other agent. We ended up getting our money back. Yeah. But then that agent did the same shit. Oh my god! <laughs> and and like we we were even more cautious this time around. We we tried to like be even more careful. And she was like, you know, I don't want any money out of you. I'm not going to charge you any money. Basically, we'll t- we'll take money off of the off the back end whenever you play a show. So if we book you a tour, you pay us based on that, not money in, in the front of the tour like Michael did. Yeah. Um. And she just never fucking booked us anything. Weird. She would she would le- she would string us along for months at a time and say, "Hey, I'm 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 trying to route you a, a full U.S. tour." Yeah, and I, I go, "Okay, well, we're good with like a five day tour. We're good with like a ten day tour. Yeah, we don't like need that. like this. We don't need, yeah like month. We don't have this tour. whole fucking thing, whatever it was. Yeah, like we're even good with a weekend trip or something like that because." She had taken over our full booking at the time. Yeah, so we Give weren't even doing locals. Start it off just oh, so wow. we know what the fuck we're doing. Do what? Give me three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we weren't even doing a local trip, wow. or or you know, uh, a regional Texas. She she had, she'd ask us not to take on any like Dallas stuff, oh. because she was gonna book it solely. I was like, okay, that's fine. And then it got to the point where we just weren't playing. Yeah, I was like, well, fuck it. I told her I was like, hey, I'm gonna book local because at least then we'll get to play something. Yeah, and we can actually kind of get our name back out there. It doesn't look like we've disappeared again. And uh, she goes, okay. And then nothing ever happened for for out of the area. Yeah. And I, I reached out to her. She kind of disappeared as well. And then I, I finally fucking found her. And it, it was it was just a whole thing. I was like, why 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 do you have to do it like this? Like why can't you just be straight? Like hey, you just don't really have a following. You know, I don't I don't think you guys are a great fit for us. We probably shouldn't work together right yeah. now or whatever. Like be straight with me. I mean, even if it is lead lead someone along. Like. Back in the day, I worked for Straight Last Fish a handful of times. Uh-huh. And they're not huge. They're not fucking periphery by any means, but they have a following behind them. Yeah. Right. And about a week out, Jason, their bass player, would call me. Yeah. Or a guitar player, depending on what the tour was and whatever the fuck, you know. You know that guy. Right. 
plays both because he has to, because he can, whatever. And he'd be like, hey, yo, Torch, what's up? It's Jason. I'm like, hey, what's up? What are we doing? Oh, let's confirm this real quick. Like, yeah, give me, you know, a few seconds to get my notes in front of me. Okay, you're playing for this much on this day at this venue. Load into this time. Uh, where do you get food? You want barbecue? Like, fuck, you want for food, you know? Right. And run through all the bullshit. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. Done, done, confirmed, confirmed. Venue's all aware. Venue will be here. Cool, done. And to me, it's like if you're taking the initiative to call me, to get a hold of me. Right. To hash out the finer details. Like, hey, someone else say you're getting this much money. Is there going to be a back end? Is there going to be this? What's that? You know, you're doing your shit right. Right. Versus, hey, got a tour booked. Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah. They, I just, uh, I don't know if it's people that are preying on people that just don't know. I feel what like with Frankie, it might be. Yeah. I, I feel like it's more like the bands let it happen a lot of times. Oh, uh, honestly, yeah. I think it's both. I think a lot of it's like the band being ignorant to the situation. Because like they've never it, been out of the road. And it could definitely run back to the fact what we were talking about earlier is people just wanting to be famous. They're like, oh, we got a tour, you know, stuff, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I get, well, here, here's the thing. Like, Ethan and, and Dispo, they caught it early on before they left. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they caught it in Louisiana. I think there was a diff- they were with a different show. Yeah. That was legitimate. Yeah, it they, wasn't they, affiliated with. They ended up catching it while they were there. They, yeah. they ended up finding out about the whole thing while they were there. So they've done enough research. Ethan's enough of a mother hen over the whole thing that he's kind of got a yeah, good idea wrong. of and what's, he, he's what's going on. And he's done booking and stuff himself. So, exactly, exactly. Know, he's, he's definitely not um, unfamiliar with that whole side of it. But the, the whole thing of like... It, it feels like the rock star mentality of like somebody else will fucking figure this out for us if we get there. Right. Like, yeah, Ethan is that's his own little ridiculous. booking thing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, he's done MGE for a long time. Uh, With you know, Taylor, kind of off and on. Yeah, um, and, and, you know he was. And then he he booked for uh, for Tomcats yeah. and for uh, for Rail for for quite a while. So off I, and on, unofficially, but as an agent. But yeah. but I know <laughs> I know he's had. He's had familiarities with that kind of things. He knows what to look for and what to ask. And people for. like him are people I want to work with. Yeah. In mm-hmm. that regard, obviously, like if if I put flesh on a five day tour, I want I want obviously Preston or Schaefer, anybody to contact me. Like, you know, what are the dates? Okay, cool. Can I get the info for this venue or for all the venues so that I can double back and double check myself? Not because I don't trust you, but because I want to make damn certain this shit's happening. Yeah. And that way I can say, you know, hey, so... But but at what point do you stop covering your own ass, like as a band or as an artist or something like that? Like, at what point do you just go, well... On your periphery? I don't know. I'm sure that they definitely... I, you I mean, definitely I, I, shouldn't ever think that you don't have to look out for yourself. But, okay, because so, so we're, 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 we're kind of talking about the lead of the legend and not spilling any t- any yeah. bullshit on them. I, I don't know their whole story. I don't yeah. know what's going on. They've burned me once, but I don't give a fuck about that anymore. <laughs> I just I just put it that way. Uh, yeah. I've been like that with other bands before. Like, okay, well, fuck you too. Cool. But it's, yeah. it's not me talking shit on them. It's me un- trying to understand it and you guys just kind yeah. of talking along with me. It's not anybody shit talking to anybody else. Yeah. No, by all um, means. Yeah, and and, and so like, like, like that much, but not really. Just you know, it, it's I, I, th- yeah. I think it's none. I think absolutely yeah. no shit talking because I'm just trying to understand. Just looking in from the at, yeah. At, at what point? At what point as a granted, 
local musicians. Yeah. Dallas-based. None of us have uh, record followings or anything like that. We're all doing everything DIY. At what point do you wrap your hands or you, you pull your hands back and go, this is not my problem anymore, and you let a so-called or known booking agent take over your your professional booking and then you just hope you know you, you jump don't out fuck there, you over you jump out there in a van and trailer that you spent money for you took time off work for yeah. you loaded your gear or you bought more gear on a lot of cases yeah and you drive across With the fucking me. country <laughs> i bought so much fucking gear but i paid for it all right yeah. um at what point do you you do all that, you jump in a trailer, you drive across the country, and you hope, and you didn't do your back work. I think for the most part, maybe in the beginning, it's just people that are just, like, ill-informed about things. I, I would I would hate to imagine that anyone would think that someone, regardless, uh, I mean, because anybody can fuck you over at any time, regardless of who they are. Anybody can turn their back on but you. But it's how deep they fuck you over. That's the yeah. thing to me. It's like, sure... You can take time off work, but you're still in Texas. You yeah. can you I can have go an ahead and for you. Okay, oh, go you ahead. don't. <laughs> At no point in time until you get with the big fucking dogs. I I mean, yeah. okay, we we can but, we yeah, can put this in the same situation with you booking tours. Yeah. So you've got a lot more experience with this, and I'll I'll try to cross it over for you. Well, all right. Means. So if a tour comes through, they want you to book the show. Um, they said that there's going to be money in your pocket whenever this show comes through. And then, uh, do you reach out to the bands? Do you reach out to the booking agency? Do you do any type of back work where you kind of verify things before these guys come out? Or do you just start sending in money? I would think that you would start verifying things before you start shelling out money and accepting people coming into your, your town. Well, I mean, what I've done in the past is work with reputable, agent, reputable agents uh-huh. where they've been like, okay, we're booking this for 500 we want half down, but obviously you might have half. Can you send me two hundred right now? Like I can send you one hundred right now, guaranteed. Okay. As a, as a bankroll, basically, just to get you here. Right. Because if you're in fucking Washington State, coming to fucking Texas, mm-hmm. it's gas. It costs you gas. Yeah. And if you say, hey, all we want is something to get us here. We're like, we want a guarantee, but we want something for me to get us here. Okay. I've been there. I've been on tour with bands for three or four days at a time. I understand it takes gas. I have no qualms sending you a deposit. Okay, so what what that is to me is that's a show of good faith. Yes. You guys have reached out to me. Yes. I've given you a show of good faith in return. I'm not going to pay you everything, but I am going to show you there's money here. And there's so, so when you get here, the rest of the money is in my pocket still. You're taken care of, or we will take care of you in one way or the other. Yes. You do your part. I've done my part. We're good. You know, we're good rolling. You've at least covered the bases. You've opened up a line of communication where one person's not just sending everything and then the other person's just taking. Exactly. That seems to be what A to B did, which yeah. is they just took. Yeah. Took, 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 I took. Think, and then it was all based on word of mouth. It's yeah. like, well, that that's bullshit. I don't think at any point anyone was ever offered anything up front. Well, I, w- I was specifically from what I read of, of the messages from from Ethan and Matt. It was mm-hmm. he said, uh, I don't pay bands. I get paid by bands. Yeah, you can get fucked. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I don't pay bands. I get paid by bands. It's a shit mentality. Yeah. 
unless you're well that that i mean to the certain to the certain stance before before you finish let yeah. me say this to to a certain stance that's and don't take this wrong please i'm not trying to offend that's kind of what you do in the sense that you okay. take <laughs> you take money from bands but you pay out based on what the show does correct i mean when i book a showcase on a local scale i have a set pay scale right if everybody's local it's a set pay scale. Now it can fluctuate if you do exceptional on the numbers. Right. So let's let's say local showcase eight bucks a head after eight heads on a ten dollar cover. But if you bring me fifty motherfuckers, I can drop it down to like five heads or uh-huh. some shit. And if you bring me like a hundred motherfuckers, and it's a whole new fucking ballgame at that point. I'll just pay you like of eight course, bucks straight of course, yeah, straight or some shit, you know. I think more so on the fact it's like, yes, that is what you're doing, but the way that it was presented for him to say that was almost as he was like gloating. Well, the the, the way the when, way that I'm saying it, yeah, like that is what it is. His job, mm-hmm. he gets paid by bands yeah. so that he can continue it's his yeah. job it's, it's like what yeah, he you're, does you're pl- well, let me let me real quick yeah, go ahead when you're a booking agent right and you're just booking the tour for the band you're booking 10 dates at a rate of 50 bucks a date mm-hmm. whatever the fuck your rate is yeah but 50 bucks a date for 10 dates that's 500 bucks in your pocket mm-hmm. cool your job is to book the dates confirm the dates solidify the dates let the band know obviously yeah. get all that shit done then you get paid. Absolutely. But when you go to a venue, whether it be Gas Monkey or Boozers or Bonds or Fitzgeralds or White Swan or whatever the fuck it is, and you book and build a whole fucking show on your fucking own as the promoter for the show, not the booking agent, but the promoter, yeah. the yeah. guy who has built the show, rented the fucking venue, put it the fucking flyer, done the fucking legworks. Done as much as you can for your part of the show. Yeah, it's obviously up to my band here, my band here, my band here to. Yeah, I'm in the band. To back it up at the same time, <laughs> but when you're the promoter, not the booking agent, but the promoter, you don't pay the bands. You fucked up. Yeah. Because the bands, I mean, if if you hit your if your numbers are supposed to be, you have to bring ten, and as long as you bring ten, you get paid something. And if I bring 25 to your show on my own for my band and I don't get jack shit, we can have words. Yeah. Uh, if you say, hey, so here's a situation, l- local, there's a guarantee on this band and the numbers just weren't there. I'm going to have to fucking owe you. Let me PayPal you in like three days when I get paid again. Mm-hmm. I'll trust you. Okay. I mean, stuff like that is is, is doable. It's ne- it's yeah. never it's never a good situation to be in, I've but it's been it's there. I've it's done doable. That. It sucks. But like the the lack of dialogue that that happened with A to B, uh, yeah. you know, the I'm not going to give you any written confirmation or anything like that. If I loan money to a friend, I do a written confirmation on yeah. that shit because <laughs> like, and like I don't I don't trust anybody for their word anymore, yeah. except for like people. Doing the podcast is like yeah. I can kind of cover my losses on that one, but like if Torch says I'm showing up on Sunday, like I'm showing up on Sunday. It's like yeah. okay, I got you. Like looking back on some of it, even with like some of the promoters that we worked with, where it's like, yeah, we should have probably asked like what the payout was, but I mean, there's been times where it'll just be a show that it's like, oh yeah, this would be a really good show for us to jump on, and they'll be like, okay, well you got to sell this many tickets, yeah. but it. I think at this point we just gotten to the 
to where it's just like we just don't expect to get paid. Yeah, Rega- when regardless you're, when of you're like this how early, many we sell. When you're this early in your career as a musician, yeah, it, it should almost always be known that you're not going to get paid. Yeah, I like it when bands at least ask me what the fucking pay scale is, thinking that they're going to get paid. Because yeah. I want you to get paid. Like, I don't want to not pay you for a show. But like, oh, hey, you, so what you, are you You are on the small side, I feel, of that, though. Yeah. I yes. feel like there, there's another uh, promotion. Don't fucking say it. There's another promotion company in town that if you if you do ask them, I know who it. I know you know who it is because you're blinking your fucking eyes so much. <laughs> Sounds like Schmerch me. Schmerch muctions. Yeah. The, Fourth base. Uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh my god. There, there's another promotion company in town that uh, they they get kind of ticked off at you if if you reach out to them with that because I've I've done it a few times like yeah hey uh. We're not huge, but we're the big name on that show. What are we getting paid for that one? Or you know, uh, uh, you know, or we're the one that's bringing all the people in. Yeah. Uh, are we playing just, or are we paying just to play, or what? What's going on? And yeah. and and so, some promoters will reach out to you, and they're like, "Hey, after you sell this many tickets, it's you know this much in your pocket, or whatever." And you can usually bank on that, but like. With with these guys, it's bank on this, baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, but so, some bank some this some promoters are just like they're they're offended when you when yeah. you reach out to them for that kind of thing. Like, but you want to get paid? What? Yeah, you're not playing <laughs> for experience. <laughs> right. You're crazy. Uh, I got, How dare you? I, I, really? I got a good payout for you. It's called. Oh Jesus Christ! I was gonna make the joke, and now I can't remember what I was gonna say. Aww. My dear. Exposure. There you go. Wainer. <laughs> Like oh we're gonna pay you. Do you, do you have do you think, have a bad memory? We're gonna pay you think, an experience. Yeah, sometimes you have a bad I memory. Think, um, I think I have a terrible memory. Every show you get paid with exposure, yeah. obviously, but exposure only goes so well. Like with tragedy at hand. I don't feel like I get paid with every every show out oh, of exposure no. because yeah. I've played to the same five people yeah. multiple it, shows at a like, time, and I feel like I exposed myself well, the first time. We we oh, played probably did. <laughs> we played a, sh- a show in Awkward. San Antonio one time. And it was in front of like maybe ten people, and I was like, "Those people aren't gonna give a shit about who I am tomorrow." Like, you might pick up a fan from that show. If you maybe like. you know, it was a bunch of fucking drunkards in a bar that yeah. were there to drink, not listen to me fucking yeah, scream into a microphone. Before, <laughs> uh, oh shit, what is That's it? As close as I can get to that. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's so the the promoter you were talking about in Austin? Come and yeah, take it. Uh, come, come and take, take it. it. There you go. Uh, Follow us deep, baby. Before before <laughs> co- before come and take it became the big name that they are. They they yeah. ha- they had a uh, like a residency at uh, Dirty Dog, yeah, in Austin, and uh, we got asked to go play down there one time. And we mm-hmm. we reached back out to them, and said, "Hey, we we'd be really interested in doing that one." And uh, when we got down there, we're like, "Well, we were asked to come play. What are we getting paid?" And they go, "Oh, well, this is like a battle of the bands show." We yeah. were actually expecting that you were going to sell tickets, and when you told us that you weren't selling tickets because you're coming down here, um, we just decided not to let you get Oof. paid, and you also can't win. It's like, what the fuck am I doing here for? Like, would you at least get to play? We did. Yeah. Well, at least you got to play. At least you didn't like have to drive. I don't give a car. fuck about that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it that. Would've been, it would have been because what I would have done. Where's my fucking I w- money? I would have <laughs> contacted another promoter that would have paid us, and uh, we would have yeah, gone down true, there with yeah. with a guarantee. Yeah, we went down there specifically for this show. Yeah, 
to, you to invited me. I didn't invite myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like we we went down there for a specific reason. Now, granted, that w- that was when I I really learned about the the plan your guarantees beforehand. Yeah. But uh yeah, that that was that that for me was a was a big kick in the ass cuz like we got invited. Yeah. We got you, invited you to specifically come down asked us. N- yeah. Yeah, so th- you know, there was a pretty bad miscommunication on that part yeah. if they were gonna ask you to come and then be like i but at the same time you can't I, sit with us yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i don't understand the the and th- this d- this doesn't go the same for promoters that don't pay yeah this is just going without your guarantees in line like they're they're still doing those shows the like battle of the bands you know and you know because they have their own venue now and I was just, you know, I was thinking about, and there's a band that that's here from here from DFW that's playing one of those upcoming shows. Aesop. And um, I was just like, how, how do you sell tickets to a battle of the bands that you're not even like from that area? Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you promote that? Like, how how can you have a draw in an area that one you've never played in? Like, well, he- here's what we did when we found out it was a it was a a ticket based thing. We paid him. Yeah. So we paid for the tickets that we didn't sell because he he told uh, he told us once we got down there. Yeah. And then he still didn't pay us because we didn't sell any more than that. I know that's weird. But I've Sketch paid you hundreds of dollars for <laughs> me to come play your. Venue. Yeah, that's literal pay to play. <laughs> he goes, but you didn't bring anybody in. I go. It doesn't fucking matter. Got I paid money. for their seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's what was that's what angered me about it. <laughs> I I don't know about the the battle the bands out of town that you don't pay for. Don't yeah. Pay. Like I I mean I can see it if it's in the area that you're from, but like you're doing it. I'm surprised you don't have one up here, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. It's so I just it seems so odd. Like you know, like if your audience is here and these are the people that you can draw in. Like, how are you going to sell tickets to an event that, A, no one knows your name, and two... It's, it's, a, it's, a, tricky, it's a tricky thing uh, with, with playing out of your area because, it, like, like I said before, if you're not called to come yeah. out, if you don't have the fandom in that area, you really shouldn't go. Yeah, and, but, like, I can't really, like, talk it up. I mean, maybe, they, maybe somebody does have an audience in that area that they can capitalize on. But just like sure look, looking for from like my perspective, like there's no fucking way that we could do that. I could not promise a promoter that I could give them X amount of tickets for a show outside of the area that I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was the thing with getting on that November 16th show I- in Austin. I was like, look, we can't guarantee that we're gonna get anybody, but we're gonna promote as much as we can, you know. And his whole his whole deal when I was talking to the promoter, he was like, all right, well. I'm going to put you guys on, but I have to get X amount of bands from this area to be able to get a guarantee for this show, you know, to, yeah. to have the right payout, to get the right promotion, stuff like that. Yeah, so I was like, per- yeah, perfectly understandable. Yeah, totally. He's just covering his ass on that one. Making yeah. sure, you know, he either, you know, breaks even or comes out on top at least somewhat. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, hey, we're just along for the ride. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're just... We're just trying to get out there, man. Yeah, and it you know for us, it, I mean, we will probably be a little out of pocket. Like if we can sell a couple shirts there, like yeah. cool, yeah. that that's covered for us. Yeah, you know for that aspect, we'll mm-hmm. get 
probably just as much money out of selling whatever couple shirts as of what we would get if they were going to pay us anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we drove all the way to San Antonio and they gave us 45 bucks. You know? And we played Gas Monkey and they gave us, like, $240. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) And we didn't even have to sell tickets. Mm. They gave us free food and $240. I would have been like, give me some wings. Yeah. I was just like... Dude, uh, there's a a spot in Frisco. I think it's, like, uh, Ken... Oh yeah, the lava cantina place. Lava cantina. Yeah, fucking Dispo played that place when when Ethan was still working with me or or working (laughs) for me. Yeah, he he talked that place up so much. He was so excited about. They were one of the first and last bands to play there. Yeah, yeah. He he was like, yeah, they gave us free booze all night. They fed us. They gave us money for playing, and like we got full access to the green room. Like. Holy shit. Yeah. That's unheard of to get mm-hmm. like that. They were trying to compete with Gas Monkey as far as that aspect goes. They could have done it too if they yeah. had fucking kept it up. Yeah, yeah, but they fucked up somewhere and failed miserably at the same time. Well, they booked no name bands that didn't bring anybody, unlike Gas Monkey that brings in tours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually fucking pays them. Gas Monkey's Gas Monkey Live's issue is they don't promote. Yeah. Right. And then Lava. If they would, they promote, but they bring. I forget in that that place even exists what, until lava? somebody brings it up. Lava. Yeah, like I drove past it the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that's the place." And I had never even driven past it before. I th- I think they're probably doing great because they're not bringing in fucking deathcore bands. And oh, metal, of course, they're bringing bands. in fucking forty-year-old cover bands. Exactly. Are, yeah. Bringing in like Vince Neil and shit at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jimmy yeah. Buffett. God's but but th- but they <laughs> they could they could totally do it with the uh, with the local scene. Yeah. If they would they would kind of cross it over like Gas Monkey does. Yeah. I mean... They're the right bands for that scene because it's the colony and it's very uppity. Yeah. I think even if you brought like a good, you know... I mean, if there was a big band that they could, you know, book... I'm sure Gas Monkey would jump on it way before that they could. But even if they like even tried to get into there, if they booked the right band, they could easily make their way into that market. But I guess they just burn themselves and they just don't want to to jump into it because who knows? Even though we didn't want to talk about it, but Third Third Stream Productions is the company that tried to put on those metal shows. So Where, at lava, a lava. Oh, so I don't, I don't know if it's just like they were like, eh, not a good investment, and they just like backed it out. But uh, booking local bands on a Monday, metal, I don't know, in a town where. I wouldn't really in, in Frisco off the tollway. Yeah, like <laughs> like the <laughs> like the past owner of the door saying he's gonna open up a venue in Addison. Like nobody's gonna fucking go to that. Like, well, if you ever went to the door, you would know why nobody would go there. Yeah, this yeah. is a shithole. <laughs> yeah, unless uh, what was it? Uh, Jeff, uh, like his era of uh, the door. Yeah. Re- reopened like the the earlier owners. Yeah, w- right. Whenever it changed from the door to like the Gypsy Tea Room spot, yeah, or yeah, yeah. It was, when they actually like kept the place up and kind of took care of the bathrooms. And See, took care like of the that space. was the whole thing with when they reopened. Uh, I guess uh, I what I heard was that Mike had a hand in reopening the door. Are you talking about when they went to twenty three seventeen or whatever it was? Yeah. 2513 2513 yeah. whenever whenever the door sold yeah and then mike bought yeah. the door correct and became 2513 or whatever, yeah. whatever it was yeah that that was mike and, and orlando that was them doing their you know emo nights and bullshit yeah so problem 
problem there for me. I never I never went to a single show that was there. Yeah, Mm-mm. we went and we went to multiple. We that played place, multiple. That place was disgusting. Oh, it was it's awful. It was horrendous. It was horrendous before they bought it. Yeah, and it's like they never cleaned it exactly from the old owners to the new owners. Yeah, it, it was just, they, it was terrible. That this I didn't talk about this on on Ethan's podcast, but fuck Ethan. I podcast. have <laughs> I have a conspiracy Ethan. theory about it. <laughs> um. Because in the beginning, and w- we played one of the first shows that when they reopened it as 25 or 13, and they were like, th- there were going to be ticket sales. It was a show, I think it was um, Convictions. It was them, uh, us, and, and some other bands. And there were going to be tickets sold. Yeah. And then it turned into this thing that was like, hey, sales aren't doing too hot, so we're just going to turn it into this thing because we're doing all these renovations and there's new lighting and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, if you're if you're in a band, come and check out the show. It's you know free, you know, blah, 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 or a, a discounted price. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. We don't have to sell tickets now. Great, you know? And um, I just remember from the beginning, they were like, oh, we're going to do all this new stuff. We're going to renovate the place. And to the day that it shut down, that place was just as shitty as it was the day that it opened. If not shittier, because they didn't take care of it while they were there. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 fucking sound techs were fucking garbage. With the last show that we played there, one of the the they were doing side stage, so they were doing they were doing both the stages. Mm-hmm. They were running a little late on one side because the got the sound guy that was running the sound stage was fucking incompetent. It didn't know what he was doing. And the guy that was up there trying to set it, set our stuff up was like, you know, verbatim. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was like, you know, he straight up told us, he's like, if we could just get them to not play, I'd be happier. And we just start playing here. (laughs) So like those dudes did not give a shit like at all. Yeah. They, they couldn't even figure out how to get the fucking lights to run when we were playing. There was a dude running around with a fucking iPad trying to get it to work. And, like, meanwhile, we're, like, two seconds away from having to start our set. And <laughs> the guy's like, are they working over the fucking PA? And I was like, I don't see anything. So our lights for that particular set were red the entire time. Yeah. Um, so well, That's why we started running our own lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So my theory on it was that oh they made all these promises. And maybe that was the thing because – Ultimately, what they said, oh, it was the landlord's decision to shut it down, blah, blah, blah. I think maybe. Maybe it was. You need a Band-Aid, buddy? If you got one. No, I mean, I think it it definitely was the landlord's decision because he was like, this place is a fucking shithole. Yeah, the place <laughs> smelled like urine from the street well, and not I because of like, hobos. Yeah. When I say maybe it was, obviously it was, but maybe like he walked into a, a fucking legit shit show and was oh, like, I'm if sh- you I'm can't sure. do this and make rent... I guarantee that their pitch to the landlord was like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it this place. It's so much better and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, landlord well, shows up the, and he's the, like. The landlord's trying to live by what the rest of DF, uh, uh, the rest of Deep Ellum is doing, which is yeah. br- bring the caliber of, c- of client up so that they don't have as many crimes and fucking yeah. shootings. And well, I mean, nobody wants that on their property or around their property to begin with. Of yeah. course. Of course. And then. You know, they, they run out like they did Curtain Club. They run out the old owners, yep. uh, raise up the rent or whatever it is, and then 
you know, third strings willing to, to take that on because they they know the legacy of uh, the door in the profit room and uh, yeah. or, or the profit bar and all that shit. Same yeah, because the profit bars gone. I, n- I never knew what the fuck it was. To be. I never knew what the fuck it was. They, sometimes they would call the main room the profit bar. Sometimes they would call it the little side room behind yeah. it or whatever it was. Like they never even put up a sign that said that it was 2513 Deep Ellum. It still had the fucking door. It yeah. still said the door. They never even put that it was a new there. establishment. Yeah. Except for the inside, there was a fucking they didn't, pot leaf they drawn didn't. on the fucking blackboard they didn't ever do anything <laughs> they didn't ever do anything they just they said it was uh the new location they didn't do anything i i swear yeah exactly it was it was nothing it's like with this brick built for like a month and a half changes the name comes back the same material yeah oh, we're, we're a new band no you wish you were still that's, that's our business model now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, so that that's my whole my whole thing on it. When I when I found out that they were closing down, I was like, I guarantee it has nothing to do because I'm sure the landlord at that point was like, okay, if I sell this place, I'm actually gonna get money. Not this place isn't bringing me any money and because this place y- is a shithole. You know what sucks? Right. The the legacy of that place. Yeah. What that place was known for is Gypsy Tea and Gypsy Ball. Yeah. And then what it was is the door. Mm-hmm. It was worth. I'm sure so much money and its location as well. Oh, of course, so yeah. much money. And All then, that space wasted. <laughs> and and then if if somebody had actually invested, if somebody had actually done what they were supposed to, mm-hmm. closed it down for a bit of time, you know, six months, a year, whatever it was, close yeah. it down. Because do it was, a reno. I think it was down for maybe like two or three months before they announced that it was coming back. See, they were. Uh, I thought they were announcing it while it was still the door. Oh, really? I thought I saw something from Orlando yeah. say, saying that it was, you know, the door is closing, but it's coming back as 2537 or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> you know, it's it's coming yeah. back. And uh, I think Oh Sleeper was like the first show that was coming back there. And then they were also the oh, last yeah, show that's that right. was there. Yeah, they were the last show. I, th- I thought I, I, I could be completely wrong. And it's it's not to shit on any any certain person. No. It's just like I don't understand why. Like the like, basic hygiene yeah. parts of it, like why you wouldn't do that. Like if you own the club at that point, you can literally tell people to get the fuck yeah. out. It's like they were okay. Like even to the last day that I was there, like for the shows that I attended or went, it's yeah. like what what place just doesn't get? There was never soap in the bathroom. There was never paper. If towels. there was even a toilet seat, there was yeah. never a toilet seat. I, yeah, I never. Could like what the I would always like, have, uh, just like no. Where did so they go gross. wrong? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Like I mean there there was there was never a toilet seat, there was never soap, there was never uh paper towels in the to- the towel dispenser. The the bartenders for whatever reason thought they were gods. Yeah. Oh wa- yeah. Walked I around like they were top shit. The sound engineers that, couldn't take a, a clue. That fucking old guy that was the bartender Old dude with like a pompadour looking thing. Uh, I don't know. He had a mustache, I think. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I, you know, I don't know the guy personally, but fuck that dude. He shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he shouldn't be in any kind of profession where he has to deal with people. Mm. Like uh, we were. I, it's I think one. Of, it's one of those dudes that got got the job to be to to fuck, <laughs> and got pissed off because everybody he was around was 14. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like, I'm going to get so much pussy from being a bartender. Nope. What? Yeah. There's a lot of 14-year-olds that went to the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... It, it, it... I don't know. Like, uh, well, anyway, what I was what I was saying is uh, we, w- we were playing a show there, and I was like, hey, do you know if there's water for bands? Yeah. And he's like, no. And I was like, well, then can I get some water? <laughs> no, you don't know, or no, there's not water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I was no. like, that could have literally been anything. And I was like, well, then can I at least get, like, water in cups or something? He's like, all we have is bottled water. I was like, okay, well, can I get, like, some water on the house because I'm a band that's playing? And he was like, uh, no, they're $3 a piece. So I had to pay, like, fucking $20 for fucking five things of water Jeez. just to have on. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, the, the last time we played the door, while it was still the door, uh, we, we would go to uh, the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And we would we would sneak in waters to the green room so mm-hmm. that we could have our waters because I was like, I'm not paying you guys. Yeah. This is bullshit. I feel like as a band or a promoter and, and at the same time me because I'm helping you out with the show. Right. We should get free cups of water. If it's you want a bottle of water, water, okay. Yeah. It might cost you. Okay. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Be- be- before, before we dig into that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much is a 24 pack of water? I can go to Costco and buy a fucking forty. Okay, pack for we three bucks. Co- Costco costs you a membership, so let's take the membership side okay, of it okay. out. Okay, let's say Walmart. you can go to a gas station. Let's say Walmart. Wally let's World. say a gas station. Gas yeah. station. What's a twenty-four pack or thirty-six pack? Like two seventy-five. Tops. Water. Yeah. Three bucks probably. Maybe let's four? let's round it up to five. Okay. Yeah. Five bucks. Fuck tops. it. Let's round it up to ten. Let's round it up to ten. It's not that much. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> let's round it up to ten yeah. bucks that it costs you. Let's say you have to get two of them. Yeah, ten bucks of your fees is water. Yeah, why is that so difficult? To well, to they can't uh, even afford paper towels. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but as as a promoter, you're not even talking about the venue. You're not even talking about the venue. Yeah, you talk about as a promoter. Yeah, as yeah, a yeah. promoter, I legit talk to a venue and be like, hey, look. I'm going to buy a fucking case of water for the band and have it off to the fucking side. Yeah. If you don't like it, deal with it. It'll give me a fucking deal on the case of water. Yeah, because most, most bars and stuff are like, oh, you can't bring stuff ex- from you, yeah, you, you can't outside. bring open bottles. Oh, uh, that's right. Here's That's the thing, because I dealt with this with Tomcats when, when, when Russell Loophole. was still around. Yeah. I, I, would carry, I would carry a bottle of water or yeah. soda or something like that when I would... I was driving all the time, yeah. so I would always have like my drink, mm-hmm. and oh, I would I carry it. When this and w- happened. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that story, but I, I walk today. I, I walk. <laughs> I walked into the door. Yeah, and I would I would usually deal with a security guard uh, uh, if it was while the show was playing. If there, if it was before the show, they didn't give a fuck. You could walk in, walk out, walk, whatever. Yeah. But if it's during the show, there was usually a security guard at the door that would say, "You can't bring that in. It's open." Yeah. But if I brought in a closed bottle, yeah. a, a a new bottle, I could yeah. walk in through it and I could set up my my table or I could set it uh, where I was setting up stuff. And they wouldn't care if I was one of the bands. Yeah. If I was one of the viewers. Generally uh, speaking, as a band, you could walk in with a fucking gallon of water and I wouldn't say shit to you. Yeah. Right. Right. Like keep it closed for me. Well, you have to keep it closed while you go through the door, and until you go through the door. Once right. you're inside, you could drink. Right. Yeah. But before, you couldn't drink it out in the parking lot because they were afraid that people were pouring vodka or some other drink into the bottle and then carrying it in as an underage person. I was like, first off, I'm 30. 
So um, I can buy. Idiot. Yeah. But I, I get I get it. It's fine. Um, the the issue that I always had would be like I'd brought it out before the show. Yeah. And then brought it back in during the show. It was like a five minute span of time because I was pulling something out of the trailer. Yeah. And they'd watch me bring the same bottle out. And then they watched me bring the same bottle back in. Yeah. It was the same amount, the whole fucking thing. And they were like, you can't bring that anymore. <laughs> God damn it. OK, yeah. whatever. I'll just so. drink all this water here right now. <laughs> Just sit there right in front of their face. Yeah, just, just I, I don't. I don't have enough. Is time. this what you wanted? <laughs> I don't have enough Take time it. to start this shit over. Whatever. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the fucking water thing. I don't. Honestly, yeah. like, like I told you, like I had a, a package come through that, like, can we get a case for? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. And I hit up Matt at Woodson for it. I'm like, hey, so I'm gonna buy a case of water. What's it gonna cost me? No, don't worry about it. I got you. Cool, appreciate it. And I hit up RBC. I'm like, hey, so uh, the band is asking for a case of water. Are you going to give two fucks? Like, yeah. no, I'll just bring it in. Otherwise, I have to charge you cost, and I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah. I'll put it off to the side So much you. of a headache. And, you know, you can tell the owners are like, yo, here's the situation. <laughs> Kyle, my old guitarist, is watching right now. He's like, I have a question for them. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Hey, first Suck, of all, Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Dokey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like owners are usually like the, the legit owners. Are like, hey, look, you, like I can't technically sell you a case of water because of TBC regulations. I could sell you the case, but it fucking cost you a shit ton of money. So bring in your own fucking case, put it off to the fucking side. We'll ice it for you. We'll just pretend it doesn't exist and just tell the bands to come see me. And I'll take care of it. I'm like I can appreciate that. Mm. Yeah. Like I will gladly go spend three, four, five bucks on a case of water. If I have to. Mm-hmm. No big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And then there's venues like Club Dada, who will buy a fucking cooler full up of water and say, hey, have at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. split split that right there. Split that right there between every show that you do for a year. Right. Or let's say that, that same cooler lasts you three months, whatever it is. Right. What are your fees for cleaning it? Because, granted, you need to clean it every night. And then filling it with... a. S- assumedly tap water and some ice, you know, a couple of scoops of ice or whatever it is. A bucket of ice. And then, you know, a 99 cent pack of water cups or something like that. And you leave it out for, we'll assume it's everybody. So everybody, even the bands that, or even the people that are not in the bands are going to walk over there and grab a cup of water or something like that. What does that cost you? In 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 the the grand scheme of your full fucking night, yeah. Same same thing with your toilet paper. Same thing with your your uh, toilet seat. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, toilet seats aren't cheap, but also not expensive. They're either. not, but also capitalize take, on all this. If you this take care, merch. if you take care of your venue, if you're a, a present owner, and your or your present, uh, you know, venue manager. Granted, you know, if if. Uh, the door was was bought out by third, yeah. and then uh, they had somebody that was assumedly a uh, a venue manager or a, a, yeah. a manager of the the venue at the time. You would think that that's their job. Yeah, is you know the stuff in the downtime of not just show day. Yeah, and then when you do shows, if they were booking their own shows, maybe he's the 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 show day manager, or uh, they hire somebody that is a show day manager or or something along those lines. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't that be part of your your everyday? Right. I, I get that that stuff piles up. I get that that stuff, you know, is expensive over time. 
or it can be, but fuck it. If you take care of it and you have managers yeah. that are, you know, concerned with the quality of the venue at the same time, like mm-hmm. that stuff wouldn't get broken every day. It would get replaced when it does. You would have people that are watching over it, or then you would you would start um Excuse you. <laughs> or or you you would have uh managers that are like looking into the bathrooms and yeah. kind of checking Who's coming out uh, on a security cam or something like that? What the fucking security cam costs? Fucking yeah. 45 bucks a, ca- a camera? I got a security cam in the other room I can watch from anywhere in the goddamn world yeah. and tell you what's going on minute to minute. Mm-hmm. You know, And I can see your whole face, everything about you, so I can go to you and say, hey, you broke my fucking toilet seat. You owe me another toilet seat or your band. Right. You, know, you owe me a $45 toilet seat or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, what, what does it cost to do stuff like that? I, it it just seems crazy to me that you would let such a good venue or such a good spot yeah go to shit. Wait 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 wait. Let me stop you there. Okay. <laughs> what good spot are we talking about? Because sure sure it was not the door. No, we were talking about the door. If if you took care of the door, <laughs> yeah. If you took I mean, care of the okay, door, it, it would it would have been be, a great spot. When the door moved from the outskirts to where it is. Was currently the old one was an even bigger shithole. Be oh, honest, we, I was there one time for one show. Yeah, and, and the, you know yes. the, and it was it was better to bulldoze that one. Yes, and start over again at, at Gypsy Tea. Absolutely, or Gypsy Ball. Gypsy. Period. Just whatever. Gypsy. Yeah. Wait, when you're talking about <laughs> the, the spot that it was when it first moved over, it was pristine, and then yeah. Oh, Gypsy's crew took the fucking care of that place. And then they all left, whether it be intentional or forced or whatever the fucking case may be. Yeah. And it went to shit. Yeah. I, I, I worked with it Kevin. It went to shit in the past, like, couple of years. That's the thing. They lived there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I worked for, for Kevin at one of his winter jamborees there when it was Unearthed White Chapel and uh, Ymir. And it wasn't a bad venue. The sound was... Mm. Well, the sound was the sound, but okay. that's whatever, now, you know. Now, that, that's a whole different thing, because I think they hired people that were unqualified. You think? Yeah. Well, especially for for this rendition of the venue when it turned into 2513. Yeah, I just... There's no way. And, I mean, I don't want to say too much about their personal business, but... Just because you're... Uh, well, that's that's the thing. I don't know any of the yeah. personal stuff. I don't know... Like, I, I've known I Mike since we were in 10th yeah. grade. Um, and and I've, I, I've, I've worked with him a handful of yeah. times. I don't, I don't consider myself a personal friend or acquaintance or anything yeah. like that. Same with Orlando. I've, wor- I've worked with him a handful of times. It's not divulging anything of their business yeah. stuff. It's questioning the logic of it, I guess. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, you know, it makes me think. It's just like, did they just not know how to own and operate a a vineyard? Like, they own a business. They but own and operate a business. But was it was it just like the physical aspect of actually owning something that they just like didn't fully grasp and knew how much work was actually going to have to go into the specific thing? And I mean, it's a whole other thing to hire staff that is is a, was not comp- uh, incompetent incompetent to to do these things. But I mean, it just every single time that we played there after the fact, it just it just seemed like it just went further down and down and down. Well, I I, I don't think that there was like a, a doorway that we walked through where it was uh, 
everything was great until it turned into 25 whatever yeah. the fuck it was <laughs> and then uh you know Mike and Orlando took over and it just turned into a shithole. Yeah. I think it was a shithole to begin with. While <laughs> while Samantha Knox was the manager of it, yeah. while uh 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 Chris Camp was the manager of it. I think it was a shithole. It was a shithole before Chris Camp took possession. I, I said uh while 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 yeah. Samantha Knox was, was yeah. the manager over it. She was the booking manager. I don't know who the manager of the business was at that mm-hmm. time. But, I had a but while while connection? Jeff, I, I think it was Jeff Rockwall, was I it that owned know. it originally with with partners? You asking me like I fuck? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Jeff. I think Jeff Rockwall owned it with with uh, with other owners, like it was a co- uh, conglomeration. Yeah. of people. Um, while they owned it, it was the best shape it ever was. Yeah. In their it, since it went from Gypsy to the door. Yeah. So they they took what was a good place that wasn't making a giant sum of money. They were kind of going down and they bought the door in a good shape and they ran it as best they could. And then whenever Rockwell got out of it, it, whoever the new ownership was, the new management that took over, they just didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And it's like whoever kept coming after and after and after and after till Mike and Orlando took over. Yeah. It was like it got progressively worse. So I don't think they it was. They wanted to. Oh, own yeah. The I, I name. don't think yeah. it was a sheared off point where. Yeah. It I'm, went from the door to 2513 yeah. and it was like shithole. Yeah. No, no it was it, shithole way before it, it, Mike and Orlando came in. Yeah. yeah. It'd be wrong but for me to say that it's it's their fault no, that it did that. It was. You know, it, uh, um, even before then, it definitely it, felt it, like it was. It was shithole before yeah. they came in. Was it just it, more? It, did they just bite off more than they could chew? Is uh, the thing. But that's Probably, the thing. It, maybe, it's, maybe not. The, the business side of it, maybe. Yeah. But like. I think I, I, I can't. I can't imagine you would think that uh, even simple stuff, even like when 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 you do bite off more than you can chew. Normally, you still do something. Yeah. You still try to do something right. And I can't think that they thought that. Um. Well, we're just gonna book bigger shows here. Yeah. And that'll be the something. I, I would think, think that you would yeah. start with like. <clears throat> well, at least we can clean the fucking bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like. They aren't solely to blame by any means. No. But they're just as responsible as anybody else that owned it at any given point in time who did not take care of it. Yeah, that's still I don't your think they're business. responsible. Like I think said. they just were were absent minded about it. Like yeah. you said, the first thing they should have done is fucking clean the fitch. I bought it, it's mine. Let's clean it. At least look presentable. Let's you know what out I mean? the fucking bathroom. Make a whole new bathroom at this point. Like, <laughs> Got that bitch. <laughs> new toilets, new seats, new urinals. Yeah. Paper My towels that actually exist. Like, so literally, the only thing that I ever noticed is that they took the fucking couches out of there. That's, like, the only difference, like, from from when I was there. It's literally Had it. Had they put forth effort, I think it would have been glorious. It, it could have been, been a very glorious effort. It, it could have been with, with the, I, I, I can't imagine the money that they're and, and all of this. And I'll, I'll say it again. All of this is speculation. This yeah, is this. This is me guessing. This is me trying to understand. I don't understand. Um, but like the the location of this venue, prime real estate, prime the real estate. the following that third string has got yeah. the bands that they're able to pull in the the steady amount of fans that go to this venue and all the other stuff 
that it was set up mm-hmm. for success. That venue yeah. of all the venues in Deep Ellum feels like the spot that you could succeed in. Yeah. And then it's just it's got it got to the point where it was like am I am I wrong for thinking this is what actually may have happened? You know, like how how could you have something that could literally make money for you just go if down they the were drain. able to secure parking and only charge oh, five bucks versus fucking ten they could have had that much more behind them what do you mean well i talked to josh his drummer okay yes yesterday yesterday we were moving he's like we played reno's on friday i had to pay 10 fucking goddamn dollars to park my fucking car because it's deep bellum so had the door 2513 whatever the fuck you want to call it had they been able to secure more parking because they had like the, the 20 car lot right there that you still had to pay for yeah whatever but had they been able to locate parking elsewhere or close by that wasn't fucking 10 goddamn dollars they could have had that much more behind them isn't there free parking across the street nope no not anymore no nope. nah. okay. that underneath the underneath the bridge yeah. underneath the bridge you have to pay for it now, if there's some way that they could have invested and like made that their parking for when they have events, mm-hmm. I, I mean, makes sense. yeah, that, that's that's a that's a definite downside. I I will give it to you. I'll give it to you. That's yeah. a that's a hard one to deal with. But we've been dealing with that for eternity, as long as I've known about that venue. Yeah, people have, people have dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you drink Coke and not Dr Pepper here? Uh, it tastes like cough syrup to me. What I tastes like, like cough syrup? Pepper, but he prefers Coke, so we have yeah. Coke. So buy hmm. Dr. Pepper for you. And <laughs> tell him to fuck off. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually what happens. Like, this is a Coke household, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like Coke. It, it's fine. It's a great mixture. I like to mix my shit with Coke Zero. Yeah, if I mix, I- if I'm like mixing something to drink. Like that has alcohol in it, it's most likely Coke. I don't yeah. think I've ever. I I used to do rum and Dr Pepper, and it kind of tasted like candy. I've lately been doing bourbon with diet Dr Pepper cherry, and it has a very nice flavor to it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. You know what doesn't have a nice flavor? What the door used to. Anyway, the cheap cheap bringing it back in. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, we're at uh, eleven thirty at night. Let's Who let's cares? go ahead and wrap this up Who real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll wrap it up. Let's let's, uh, let's promote you. And then let's promote you. So let's let's talk about your your band, what you've got going on. Let's talk about your single when we can re- we can hear that one. Yeah. So our single Sunder comes out uh, October twenty fifth, unofficially, uh, with the music video and uh, the availability on Bandcamp. And then uh, following that, November fifth is when it'll actually be available on uh, streaming. You until can buy on uh, vinyl for fifty bucks. <laughs> Fuck, I, w- I wish you could do vinyl. But, um, I mean, for 50 bucks or a single, you kind of can. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're playing November 1st with uh, Stellar Circuits and uh, Four Stroke Baron, as well as uh, those same bands, November 16th in Austin. Um, I'm trying the to think analog future tour. Yeah, the Analog Future Tour. Uh, for anyone that would want to see us next year that can't make it to the November 1st show, we were playing January 11th at Tomcats with uh, Mona Borland. I think it's Forget Conformity. 
and a couple other bands. I can't think off the top of my head. But yeah, that's uh that's all we got going on for the rest of the year. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we're looking forward to that. It and uh, I hope you'll send me that song so that we can hear oh it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it's it to you. Mona Borland, Asia, The Gate Conformity. Is that Asia? Is that how you pronounce that? Us and somebody else. Navajo. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. Navajo. That's right. Yeah, Navajo. But Mona Borland <laughs> is not even on the fucking flyer. Yeah. What? Oh, well, they are. Yeah, they're they're on top. yeah. Big Navajo is one of those bands <laughs> I always I, that always surprises me that they're still around because they they pop yeah, up they, randomly. Uh, someone told me that they've been around for a while, and I was like, honestly, yeah. I've never heard of them until yeah. we <laughs> with them one time. They, they 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 pop up all the time. They they showed up the first time I heard about them coming back. Yeah. They they showed up at my house because uh, I was I was selling some gear, uh-huh. and they one guy asked if he could come over. He brought the whole band, <laughs> and they all came and looked at the piece. Yeah, and then they bought it like together, like five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "So who are you guys?" They're like, "Oh, we're Navajo. We're about to go play this show over here, and we needed this case." I was like, "All right, All right cool. cool. <laughs> I hadn't heard you guys in a, a minute." Like, "Oh, you're Navajo." Yeah, oh. yeah. Well. it was weird. I'd, I'd never seen a, a singer help buy a guitar case. All right, well, all right. <laughs> we're, all we're, right. We're breaking the mold with all this flesh. We're all going in on stuff. So there you well, go. not. Particularly, I'm not buying a guitar case, but we are but splitting going on flyers for November yeah, 1st. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Speaking of November 1st, <laughs> <laughs> oh shameless self-promotion time. Mm-hmm. Us. There's no. Sh- there's lots of shame in this. Oh, yeah. you're absolutely right. The, the way <laughs> that you keep bringing it up is the shame part. It feels like I get paid to play my own shows, but I don't. But I should. <laughs> it's free promotion here. I just bring you in and. I feed you, give you drinks. It's, it's, I'm paying you to promote your <laughs> shit. That's what we're doing. I mean, what, what, who, you know, what other host will do that for you? Uh, November first, as he mentioned, Stellar Circuits, Four Stroke Baron, All That Is Flesh, The Great Hanging, Without Sacrifice, <laughs> and Perceived at Killer's Tacos. No. Rubber gloves. Yes, what he said. <laughs> you are <laughs> fired from your own show. Apparently, excuse me. No I've been rubber joking. gloves. It's at Rubber Gloves in Denton, off of Sycamore Street. There is an event page on the Torch Entertainment Facebook page, and all the other bands' Facebook pages. It's all linked because Facebook is good like that. Yeah. Um, that's the Analog Future Tour first show of the tour. Not the one fifteen days later. Nope. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Somehow they came back to Austin 15 days later. Yeah, that, um, was, that was a weird... And at the same time, on November 1st, at Killer's Tacos... Spread yourself thin there, buddy. It's only two shows at two venues. It's only ten, uh, 11 bands. <laughs> um, no big deal, anyways. <laughs> uh, we have... High, <laughs> high anxiety. We'll snip that for you. Yeah. High anxiety, vain. And cut. <laughs> Bloody. Uh, release the fallen and. Fuck. Blood sugar. Stupid Blood cameras. Sugar. <laughs> I remember that and one. And you're on camera. <laughs> Fuck these stupid uh, cameras. Yes. Both shows start at only. $10. Jesus <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah. That was so creepy. Oh. Again, only. Oh. Yeah. Makes my ass hurt every Dollars. time I hear it. Both are all ages. Oh. Um, please bring your ID if you want to drink. <sighs> Thank you. Sweet. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> guys, for. Uh, <laughs> 
contact the Torture Parent Facebook page for more information. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, then. Let's go ahead and rub that one out a little bit. Contact uh, Jonathan Owen Russell at the Terrible Humans Podcast for more information on how you, too, can be featured in this podcast without me. He does, he's, this is the second time he's done this. He does Got my him. outro for me. Got him. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Every time we do this podcast, he starts... He starts selling my brand. Just just cut it and just play it at the end of every episode. I'm, I'm just going to hire him to do it. Like, hey, can you come on the podcast? I'm just going to record that section by itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Jonathan Owen Russell. Fucking <laughs> At With Teeth Band. No, it's not. No. <laughs> at With Teeth.com. No, no. At, at, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to dig into that one right now. <laughs> they are currently on a unforeseen hiatus until somebody pulls their head out their ass. Oh, man. <laughs> or gets out of jail, one or the other. Woo. <laughs> All right. So for Jonathan and Kristen of Terrible Humans, uh, we got she Torch. She not want to be here either. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> and we got, we got Preston Grigsby of uh, All That Is Flesh. His new single is called Sunder. And Torch has got... The analog future tour, as well as does the the Killer Tacos want to have a have a name? Torture Entertainment's local showcase. Okay, there we go. Torture Entertainment's local showcase. Up. I'm tweaking on it when I get home. Both on you're tweaking on it. I have the event page up, but it's hard as a fucking bitch to type all that shit out and tag everybody. I got you. I thought, your, I thought you were trying to say tweeting, tweeting on and it. You were just drunk, <laughs> tweaking it. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, for uh, for precedent. And Torx, this is Jonathan and Kristen of Terrible Humans. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys on Facebook, and we will catch you soon. I'm very, very sorry that the uh, uh, the beer cast is not posted yet. I have been so goddamn busy with this shit. <laughs> I'm trying to get it sorted out. As you can see with the fucking videos, I'm still dealing with issues, but I will get it posted as soon as possible. Ryan, I'm very sorry that it's not posted yet, but <laughs> I will I will get it posted. Sorry about that. Uh, guys, thank you so Don't much for coming thank and you. talking. Thank you. And he told me earlier he fucking hated that show. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, actually, so I never want to drink beer again. <laughs> I really don't. I hate beer. I just did it for him. Oh, no. Where the fuck is my beer at? What the fuck? Okay. Did you order me any? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> didn't order well, I'll, I'll come Excuse on and do the next me, one. <laughs> you don't have Excuse to me, Torch. We didn't order you some beer. We we did, however, give you Jameson and rum. Yeah, you know, over here is, and pizza. Excuse okay, me. How dare pizza. you not order me beer when you give me anything else? Wow, all this stuff, and you just totally forgot. Free promotion, wow. free food, free drink. Wow. Slacking. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for coming. <laughs>